Night fell. On the hilltop, the wind blew dust across the fragments of what had once been a Terangreal. Below lay the tomb of Shadarlagoth, open to give the world hope. And on distant Tremalking, the word began to spread that the time of illusions was at an end. That is right. What is up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarice. And this is the Nerdy. The Wordy. The Book Club. Let's go. We are officially, officially, through nine books of the Wheel of Time. Let's fucking go. Robert Jordan's epic series. And ladies and gentlemen, non-binary friends, I want to reach out into the void of a few weeks ago. When we were were mid-slog, I would say. When Mm. we were feeling slogged down a little bit by these books and sometimes the reading was not very enjoyable and (laughs) we were going where's the light at the end of this tunnel and i gotta say people kept saying you gotta get to book 11 you gotta get to book 11 the people who say you gotta get to book 11 are sleeping on the end of book nine because winter's heart is like has an elite ending yeah oh yeah yeah. like s tier level ending uh was not expecting that, to be honest. I was a little bit worried about how the book was going to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Ross, thank you for that super chat. Thanks, Merry Christmas. Chat. I only have a short time to head out. I want to wish everyone a happy holidays and th- thanks for an amazing year of book club. An amazing, an amazing year of book club. We've been a doing this for a full year. year. Next week will be the one year anniversary. Uh, someone pointed out that we actually started book club on uh, New Year's Eve last year. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So the 30th will be our, new year, our one year anniversary of the book club and the book club between views and podcast downloads will have passed uh, today, by, by today. We've, we have passed over 500,000 downloads and views that for this podcast. That is wild. A half a million times people have sat down and been like, you know what, I, I want to I wanna spend some time with the Wheel of Time. And that's, we're not, we're not even huge Wheel of Time creators. And we have a half a million views. There is, there is a fandom behind this book series that is yes. so real mm-hmm. and like, I'm just I'm excited for season two, y'all. Amazon, you got to bring in some more some more nargs for the the community. Yeah, we're 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 counting on you. Um, Darmic, thank you so much for that super chat. Thank you for the super chat. Merry uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thoroughly enjoyed the audiobook reaction. Yeah, that's up for members of the YouTube and patrons. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, want to see that, um, it is paywalled. I'm sorry about that, but uh, I think it's worth it. I think it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for the detailed discussion. Me too. Yeah, we also have a new member. Uh, if you scroll up a little bit, I want to say thank you to Stephen Thorne. Welcome thank to the Nards. Welcome on in. But yeah, the, the <sighs> Winter's Heart. Yeah, this um, book was not expecting that. Yes, and I and like look, I, I think that like the whole book as a whole, I think the book still has weaknesses. Um, I still think that there sure. are some like um, there there are some things about it that I don't like. Uh, but none of those things appear in the final two weeks of reading. So it's great. That was a. I haven't had to deal with the stuff I didn't like about this book for a month. Yeah, exactly. It's great. No um, meandering descriptions of every human being on a battlefield. Well, not a battlefield, but like a soldier's campsite. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but before we do get into what is so amazing about this week, I do want to talk about though. Uh, wait, where's Perrin? 
Did Robert Jordan just not like writing Perrin? Because it feels like there's a lot of books where Perrin is just not in them. Yeah, Perrin, like, moves, like, one step forward for, for like, an entire And then four book. steps back. Well, and then we don't even, like, see it. I not know. even back, sideways. Per Perrin goes, like, one step forward and then, like, drifts listlessly to the left yeah, for a bit. Yeah, yeah, because new stuff happens. And, and it and it's, you know, it's doing doing our boy dirty because we do love Perrin. Yeah. 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 I, I, I really, um, I miss him. And I, I want to know what's going on. Even though, like, I hate the Shido stuff, but, like, I, I do, I want to know what's going on over there. And it's just, it's so weird that the first six chapters of this book are all that storyline. And yep. then it is just gone for 30 chapters. Yeah, it is. It is, it is weird. Yeah. Um, so we do miss Perrin, unfortunately. But yeah. um, I am glad that we had some kind of huge resolution in this book. Oh, me too. And like, we will get to the huge resolution. The last hour of this podcast is probably going to be that huge resolution yeah it Bef feels good before we get too much further into the podcast though we have to remind you all that this podcast is brought to you by audible audible is a subscription service that allows you to download words that other people have said aloud through electronic signals yeah. so that you too can scream when you realize that Deshiva was a forsaken all along yep 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 that happened yep that uh happened and i boy did i yell Oh. Do you do you want to get a little bit confused about the names in a fantasy series while listening to someone else read it because they say Arine and it's Harine? Go to audibletrialcom yeah. nerdy nightly to get your subscription. It's it gives great. you a free month and a free audiobook on us. You're welcome. Yeah, we can't get everybody something for Christmas, but we can get you a free audiobook at audibletrialcom nerdy nightly. That's what I should have gone with. That's not bad. That's what I should have gone Merry with. Merry Christmas. Uh, Arazu Kashefapur, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the super uh, chat. Merry Christmas. Last week, Nerdy said there isn't enough book left for a couple of the points in this section. So was there enough book left, Nerdy? No, I stand by that. Yes. There wasn't enough book left for the... Um, conclusion of all of the storylines that's why only like matt's storyline and Rand's storyline end but elaine's parent storyline did not come back at all yeah and elaine's storyline just kind of like fizzled no no it, it like it like settled uh, uh, sure i guess when yeah. we get to the elaine stuff i'm i i really like the elaine stuff we'll talk about why i like the elaine stuff yeah but what, what i was saying is that there is enough book left for all four of our main storylines to have a resolution yeah yeah and yeah. there wasn't um, I, I, I still stand by that. Mm -hmm. uh, Wheel Up Time, thank you for being a narg of the nerd table. Welcome back to the nerd table. Stephen Thorne. Stephen, thank Holy. you for that super duper chat. It's a pink one. Uh, Merry it's Christmas. A pink one. Been watching you since your show review and have thoroughly enjoyed every week of your experiencing my favorite series. Love the perspective change with the books. Here's to another great year. Thank to you as you. well. Cheers. Guys. We should have got rum and eggnog. In this, do you want to go get it while I... I have no idea where the rum... I, could, I think I could figure out where the eggnog Should we just, like, be, have my mom bring us from an eggnog? <laughs> you know, she probably would if you texted her. Guys, um, what do you think? Are we drinking today? Is it Christmas? Steven, can you imagine that a year from now we'll have read all of The Wheel of Time? Crazy! Nuts. Steven, thank you so much for that super chat. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Lona Boy, thank you as well for that super chat. Uh, two weeks ago you said you wanted to see Matt, Tom, ship captain, other ship captain, Tylen's tyranny terminated. Wow. Can Swain uh, do something? <laughs> Clean side in. Mm -hmm. Is Santa a subscriber? Merry Christmas. Is Santa a we yeah. did get most of what we wanted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To be honest, mm -hmm. like, the only piece of the puzzle for me that is missing is Perrin. And you know what? Like, I can live with that. 
right? Like, yeah. there is so much going on, and there is so much that happened that, like, I, I can live with the fact that Robert Jordan was like, I don't have time for parent at the end of this book. And I'm like, as as sad as that makes me, I, I understand. Uh, Wheel Up Time, thank you so much for being a narg for three members. Welcome back. Uh, three months. And Taint Who, indeed. We're going to be talking about the Taint a lot today, y'all. Uh, chodes and Taints, all day long. Oh, that should have been the title. Chodes and Chodes and Taints. taints. Uh, Kevin Adams, thank you so much for joining the Narcs. Um, it's good to have you. Do you want to text my mom and ask her to... Do I? You can bring... You can use my phone. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I don't want to... Me. <laughs> Just be like, Ariel wants from an eggnog. No. I'm not going to say it like that. Um, all right, y'all. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about Although this I final... I haven't eaten anything today. That could be very bad. Dangerous. Maybe my mom will come say hi to the, to the book clubbers. So, Clarus, I want to ask you, uh, now that we've read the entirety of Winter's Heart... How did you feel about this section? We'll talk about how we felt about the book next week, but how did you feel about this final section in terms of everything, you know? Oh, my gosh. Um, Josh, thank you for gifting five memberships. Josh, thank you so much. Thank you. That's incredibly kind. Oh, my God. We're going to have only green names in the chat by the end of today. Yeah, Blue's out here doing the Lord's work. Um, thank you so much, Josh. We appreciate you guys. Mm -hmm. Um Drop your favorite emote in the chat uh, if, if if you got one. I know what mine is. Um, the, it's weird because this entire section feels like that final chapter was was all of it, but it wasn't. That's you know what that's true. Like like it, it really wasn't, and and I'm like I, I had to like kind of go back and like refresh myself, you know. Um, but I do think that we had some really interesting stuff with Matt. Mm -hmm. Um, I I did kind of. Like I felt like I knew how it was gonna all go down. Um, whereas the that. What? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. What? This is how you predicted that this was gonna go down. Yeah, I figured that Matt would try to escape, and like when Aguinan showed up, I figured that like obviously they would use Aguinan. Aguinan knows the uh, um, uh, soldams that were collared to each other. That she knows she's got something on them. I'm gonna unplug this just for now, so it's not so loud. All right. Um, sorry guys. The, I don't know this that they computer, can hear that, but... The, the computer is very loud. Um... Just mirrors us everyone. Ember eyes? What did Ember eyes say? Is that about the fan noise? Yeah, the fan... Sorry. This this computer's great, but the fan sucks. Um, no, uh, when Aguinan showed up, I was like, I feel Aguinan like you're, has I feel like you're trying to pull some LeBron bullshit here. No, no, no. Where you're I, like, I, I, I said that this was going to happen before it happened. There's no way that nobody predicted Tuan coming in and being a Jackie Chan-level karate master. Well, okay, I didn't predict that, but I predicted that, like, in their escape, like, that she would get caught up in it and have to go along with them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that is kind of, like, the natural progression of how that yeah, story would yeah, yeah. have to go because we know that Matt marries the daughter of the Nine Moons. Okay. I, I think, okay, so you got the, like, what happened, but I, the why things happened, I don't think anyone well, no, could have predicted. no, I did not predict that she was a martial artist. Or like, that Matt would go, that's my wife, we're, take, we're kidnapping no, her. No, no, God, no, I did not see it going down exactly like that. But this was pretty um, I think, like, I put this last section of reading up there with any other section of Wheel of Time. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. think the first half of this book is is my favorite, mm -hmm. but I think the second half of this book, and I think that, like, what is going to keep this from being one of my favorite Wheel of Time books is the first half. Yeah. I think the first half of this book is a little bit slow and a little bit meandering, much like a lot of Path of Daggers was, mm -hmm. but the second half of Wheel of Time, like, last week's reading was fantastic, mm -hmm. and this week's reading, also fantastic. Yeah. And because of that, I think that we should get into the chapters. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's let's do it. Uh, chapter 26 of Winter's Heart is called Expectation, y'all. Mm -hmm. Expectation. 
we thought we were getting Egwene stuff in the... Remember last week when we, we were like, oh, we're going to read the first oh, little bit. Oh, that's another thing that isn't in this book at all, yeah. is Egwene's camp. We we do get two... We do get Elaine, uh, Egwene twice. Yeah. Uh, in Teleran Riyadh. Yeah. And uh, Egwene seems to have very much changed from how we saw her in earlier sections of the series. Yeah. She's she's grown into the role of Amerlin in a really beautiful way. Absolutely. Uh, but her and Elaine are chilling in Emmons Field, mm -hmm. which is like Berlon now. Yeah. It's like a city. Yeah. They're just patiently awaiting parents' return. Waiting for Daddy Golden Eyes. <laughs> Daddy Golden Eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we, we read this and I was like, oh, Egwene, so we're going to get this. What happened at the end of the last book, we're getting that resolution in this book. And spoiler alert, I guess we have to wait a little bit longer for the Siege of the White Tower. Um, fine, okay, yeah. whatever. It, it still makes the like epilogue last chapter of the last book so bizarre. Very strange, yes. In, it, Weird choice. Knowing where this book takes that storyline and what it doesn't really do with that storyline. Yeah. Um, uh, C. says you hated last week's reading. No, no, we didn't. I really loved the formatting stuff last week. But yeah, the formatting yeah. stuff was great. You didn't really like the other stuff. You were you said it like really picked up at formatting. Yeah, I didn't. I I I. I didn't love the, like, getting ready to leave storyline. But we'll talk more about that when we get to Matt. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's talk about Elaine and Egwene. They're walking through Teleran or Riyadh in Emmons Field. Mm -hmm. It's very changed. Uh, and, uh, you it's know. It's like a, yeah, full-ass city with a wall. Egwene is trying to send some soldiers Elaine's way. Because Elaine is um, under siege kind of from all sides, really. Yeah. Uh, even sides that Elaine isn't even yet sh sure that she's under siege from. True. Because her uh, her little guard boy slash uh, baby daddy. Um, oh God, that is, uh, is is a dark friend. So Elaine yeah. doesn't even know how much danger she's in, but uh, she also knows that Egwene does not have the soldiers she needs. We learned that uh, Gareth Bryan is well short of what he thought he needed to take Tarvalon. Yeah. So that's going to be really interesting when Robert Jordan gets to it. Yeah. Uh, and we uh, we find out that Elaine's like, you know what? No, I'm good. I'll figure it out. I I'm I'm Elaine Tricant. I got this. Yeah. And I liked I I really liked the scene between the two of them because I felt like it was a fun moment of two women who are both like fairly confident in their abilities, mm -hmm. who have grown into like they're 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 adult women now. Yeah. Who know how to deal with their problems. And I just felt like this was a really mature conversation between the two of them that was filled with them noticing the ways each other have changed, but also the the bond between them is still there. Yeah, for and sure. And I, I just, I, it was a great way to start the reading this week with a, a really, like, without Nynaeve there to kind of be a brute about the conversation sometimes. Yes. It was nice to see these two women just on a level playing field, just being, having an open, honest conversation with each other, mm -hmm. it, it, which is something we don't see in the Wheel of Time very often. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Perry Wolf, thank you so much for that super chat. You guys mm. should put out a Nerdy Nightly bookmark for the book club. Uh, this one in future book clubs. That would be fun. That would be fun. Uh, we, we would have to look into we, I would say we how, get like an but... artist. We commission an artist. And on one side, it's like me as an Ashaman. And on the other side, it's you as a Aes Sedai. That would be fun, actually. I would, right? be, I would be into that. Very cool. That would be yeah, a cool book club. Yeah, thank you, Periwolf, for that super chat. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I did not expect Emmons Field to have changed so much. Um, but you know they 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 do what they gotta do with uh, with all these people coming in and things changing and the tiled roofs. 
Yeah, um, Nemsi uh, says, uh, this is why a lot of fans didn't like the change of Emmons Field in the show to be this multicultural hub. You didn't get the joy of seeing what it matures and grows into. It's wonderful in the book. I, I understand that um, argument, honestly, uh, considering the story of Emmons Field. Mm -hmm. I just have a feeling that Emmons Field won't come back in the same way in the show that it does in the books. Yeah. Uh, and so I feel like they decided to just not focus on that. I think that if they were going to focus on that in the future, they would have presented Emmons Field differently in the first season. Yeah. Uh, and so I have a feeling we won't get very much um, Emmons Field past the Battle of Emmons Field. Mm -hmm. um, just, just, just based on the way that they did it. Yeah, I, the, there's going to have to be things that are cut. And uh, I'm assuming that Emmons Field probably isn't hugely important to mm -hmm. the final battle, but hey, maybe, maybe I'm completely That wrong. might be where it takes place. It could, it could happen there. We don't know. Because um, we're nine books in and we still have no idea what Tarmagaden is. Yeah, yes. No, yeah. No idea. Don't know what that looks like. I don't know if it's actually a battle. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's gonna be one of those like um, mind battles that the devil and Sandman had. Oh, I hope had. not. I hope not. That would be terrible to read. Yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> um. So, uh, Elaine uh, sees the Red Eagle of Minethrin flying above one of the buildings. It yeah. flashes in and out of existence because this is Teleran Riyadh. Spicy. How did you feel about Elaine being like, I'm going to have to go shut that down? Uh, I don't know. I think she has bigger problems to worry about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Emmons Field is so far away. I'm like, girl, you have you have bigger problems that are much closer. Um, if Emmons Field wants to do its thing, like, like I don't know. Just let them. Like, It is it is so funny to me that, like, even she knows that her mom didn't send. Because when, when we meet um, Elaine. Yeah. And uh, in the, I think it's in the first book where Elaine is like, oh yeah, like that's technically part of Andor, but we don't send people there. I, I love that people haven't been there in decades. Now Elaine is like, no, tax collectors. <laughs> I'm not even queen yet, but I'm gonna send some people to go beat up those Emmons Fields. Well, no, I think Elaine would be more tactful than that. But the problem is, you have to be careful you know. about who you choose. The right? problem is, Perrin isn't there right now. Uh, but like, I all uh, Elaine and Perrin just need to have a conversation, but they're not. They're not going to. No, um, no, 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 no. Nobody communicates. So, uh, we, um, uh, we, we find out Egwene, uh, learns of Rand, uh, having, uh, Aes Sedai swear fealty to him. Yep. And she's concerned about this, which I found very ironic, um, because you're a hypocrite, Egwene. You've done the same thing. She, of having Aes Sedai swear to her? Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. She's done it, like, five times now. I said, I really? I thought she just kind of, like, showed him up. And they, like, followed her. No, no, the the girls who, the, the ones who swore, she made them swear fealty to her. In the camp. Oh, because they were part of the, um, the whole, like, m m um, pl plot to, yeah, the, yeah, what, what? Which one's from, from the camp? The two girls, Fowlane and What's-Her-Face. Oh! And then, um, the girl who had bonded Lan. Oh, but, no, but, no. They, she didn't... Didn't they swear fealty by themselves? I don't... Yeah, kind of. Weren't they like, we want... We we don't like you, but no, we think No, but like, Shariam... No, no, when she found out about them sending... Um, when she found out about Shariam sending um, the Aes Sedai to the White Tower to spy... Uh-huh. That's another storyline that isn't in this book at all. Remember the Aes Sedai and the White Tower plot? Oh, nope. my God. Forgot that. Forgot about that one. But um, yeah, no, the... the yeah, she had, she's had I said I swear fealty to her much in the same way that Rand has. Yeah. And so I just was like kind of like you you're 
She keeps being mad at Rand for doing the exact same things that she's doing. Because Rand is a guy. I know. Yeah. I know. But now that Sidon's clear, she's gotta she's gonna have to ease up. Sure. I mean, she's not. She doesn't know that it's clear. Probably. I'm. I'm sure she won't find that out for a while. Yeah. So uh, Elaine wakes up, and Avienda is uh, there in her bed with her. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't don't read into it too hard. So uh, that's fun. And Elaine is uh, pregnant. <clears throat> Pillow friends. Um, so uh, <clears throat> Elaine, they get dressed, and uh, <laughs> I wouldn't normally talk about this. I would usually skip over this, but I, I love the moment of Elaine being like, look, if you don't behave, I'm going to make her put your clothes on too. And that's like the worst thing Avienda can imagine. She's like, God, no, please. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that was great. I love that she like immediately is like, okay, fine, I'll stop. I'll stop. Please don't make somebody <laughs> dress me. And um, we find out that the entire castle is behind a plot to keep Elaine from eating very much because everybody knows the woman is with child. Like, uh, yeah. And and at first I didn't realize that Brigitte had accidentally, like, told everybody. But I was like, why the fuck did, did, did they let people find out about this? You would think that that would be such a liability that, like, Elaine is contending for the throne and also is pregnant. Like, she, uh, yeah, but they're they are weigh, weighing that against them needing Elaine to not have access to the food. So the cooks need to know not to give her food, and so in order to stop her from like eating food that they don't want her to eat, which isn't how pregnancy works. No, at I, all. No, but um, everyone has their own ideas of you gotta walk thirty-seven and a half minutes a day and only eat porridge and chew with the right side of your mouth. But like, like we we know that like the. Pregnant women's caloric intake needs to be higher than a non-pregnant woman. Like yeah, that's, you're eating for two people. But we know that now. Obviously, back then, they wouldn't. They, yeah. So it doesn't really matter. But I just love the idea that they're like, no, 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 just have some broth. And I'm like, how are you going to grow a baby on broth? Uh, yeah. I, how, how are you supposed to grow a baby on broth is my question of the day. That is the question of the day. Someone in chat, I'm sure, can answer that. Um, um, but yeah, no. So the entire, the entire castle knows. And Elaine doesn't want people to know that it's Rand's, I guess. And so... She is smiling at David. Yeah. And look, I would be happy if Elaine smiled at me. Every time you smile at me, it feels like Elaine is smiling at me. But the the <laughs> this plot of her trying to allow people to know that David is the daddy without him feeling too encouraged so that he makes a move on her yeah. is amazing. Yes. Truly, that is some mental gymnastics mm -hmm. that I gotta... You know what? Elaine is an acrobat. So, yeah. It makes sense. Um, they do make her eat less. They're like, you're not allowed to overeat. She's not allowed to sneak down and get, like, She's not allowed sugar. She's not allowed... and honey and, like, what? They're like, overeating is just as bad as undereating. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you say so. I don't know. Never been pregnant, so I guess I wouldn't know. But but you need carbs. Yeah. Like you need energy to burn. Yeah, yeah. It just it, yeah. It was silly, but like it, it like it made sense. It's like oh yeah, everybody who is born a child thinks that like she knows how to best bear a child. Yeah. You know. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of like joking about this. I actually the thing that really stuck out at me about this section is how smart Elaine comes across and mm -hmm. everything. 
Um, and I really, I really loved it. Going back to what I said about the the conversation between her and Egwene, uh, and then you know, I, I think that the pregnancy is played for comedy in a way that I think is funny. Like I think Robert Jordan is yeah. actually comedic here in a way that works for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I think that throughout this section, we see Elaine really become queen, kind of. I, I know there isn't a, like, satisfactory, like, resolution to her storyline in this book, mm -hmm. and we lead up to a cliffhanger that I'm very excited for in the future, but I really feel like in these last couple chapters with her, with Nori, with the way that she handles the, the camp that she's about to go to, mm -hmm. I feel like this is where we actually see Elaine become queen, as opposed to being vying for queen like we saw her in the last couple readings with her yeah the last couple sections of reading with her this really felt like i was like oh she's she's dropped into her role now yeah she's not so worried about rand she's not as distracted right i think getting laid really helped her become like a woman yeah um, well and also you know the fact that the other two had slept with rand and like she hadn't like that you know that kind of feels bad i get that uh, Y'all, I just want to say good morning to our mods. Please remember the message from the beginning of the show and make their lives easy. Yep, we love our Jakuna, mods. Jakuna, monkey, good morning. If we can get some love for, for the mods in the chat, um, I truly don't know what the heck we would do without you. Um, but don't make them work too hard. <laughs> uh, and so we get, uh, we get uh, a, a gateway opening in the courtyard. Merrily we roll along is back. Merrily we roll along is back. Coming to Broadway in August starring Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I know. Very excited for that. We're probably going to go. Yeah, Merrily is back, which the sea folk are definitely happy about because they were not pleased that Elaine sent her away. But Merrily was very pleased to get a break from the fucking sea folk. Yeah, she's like, God, the Akai Mira, the worst. To be fair, I've been grateful to have a break from the sea folk this week, so I get it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so Marilla is like, yeah, it is the Borderlanders. They have come down. Um, what's up? Come on in, Mom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, what the fuck are those? Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Wait, everyone wants to say hi to you. No, 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 no. After when I get dressed, I'll come back. Okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. Look at, look at these. Chat. Look at that. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Oh my God. Thank you so Thank much. You, I appreciate it. <laughs> no, no, we're not wearing. I'm not wearing reindeers. For the outro, here, give him, give, give him here. Or, oh, okay. Yours is backwards, David. That's, yours is backwards. Yeah, there you go. Oh, there's a tag on them. Ah, that's why. My mom really likes Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. I look. Oh cute. my God, mom. There's so much rum in this. Oh, sorry. Holy fuck. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you. That one's tiny. It's, no, 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 no. She will. She hasn't eaten. She will die. It's perfect. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh my oh, God. This is gonna go poorly. This is gonna go poorly for you. Yeah. Um. Where were we? That is only rum. I know. It's so strong, right? That is only rum. Wow. <laughs> my God. Hey, did you try this one? Try that one. It is only rum. Oh, wow. For our podcast listeners, uh, you're welcome. Uh, Jason Renner, thank you for that super chat. Hello, the, Mommy Book Club. Thank you for the super chat. Owie. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. You should drink this one. Great. I'll Sounds good. This. Thank you. Uh, so, Marilyn's back. Uh, the Borderlanders are like, yeah, we'll meet with her. And Elaine's like, great, let's go right now. And everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And she's like, no, no, no. Surprise. Take it by surprise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you think that this was the right call? I mean, clearly it works out. But. Yeah. Oh, no. I, like, I feel like that is like an age-old tactic is, mm -hmm. you know, keep your 
potential enemy on, like, the back foot, um, <clears throat> right? The more that you can, like, push your offense, the the less steady they're going to be mm-hmm. trying to figure you out, right? And I think that um, I think that what Elaine does is smart. I think that is a little bit rude. You know, they are, like, rulers, and that is a little bit, like, against decorum. But she doesn't even show up as uh, Elaine Tricand of... This is what I wanted to get of, to, because you're like, it's a little bit rude. And I was like, I don't know. It really feels Sedai. like she's behaving like an Aes Sedai. Yeah, yeah, She She behaves here like an Aes Sedai. Cat Swain would be so proud. Cat Swain would be proud, yes. All right, maybe your mom just put the rum on, like, the top. That's kind of what it feels like. Um, yeah, I, I love the idea that... Because eggnog is so much heavier than rum, right? Um, <laughs> I, love the, I love the idea that Cat Swain is like, wait... She showed up without an invitation and bullied them into doing things for her. That Elaine, that Elaine Sedai, that's that's my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> so we uh, we get oh uh, and the, the Borderlanders want to meet her because of her connection to Rand, who they're after. Yes, they're after. like like follow. They're marching an army across the country to find Rand to have a chat, just to just to talk, just just to talk. Yeah, very suspicious. Um, I do, I do like that they're like, the, he, the Tarman Gaiden is, cl- the, they're, they're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Their thinking is that Tarman Gaiden is clearly going to happen at the Blight. Why is he not paying attention to us? Is the most, like, white girl whose texts have been left on red that these series has ever gotten. That they're sounds in- exactly like Sh- 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 Shinobi, no, t- what's her name? Uh, Tenobia Saldea. I was t- oh, mer- yeah, yeah. merging Tenobia and Saldea, and I went to Chernobia, and I don't know how that happened. I, I did. I don't know either. It's fine. I figured it out. But yeah, no, they just, they're like, he needs to pay attention to us. And I'm like, but the blight is quiet. There's, there's like literally nothing going on. What would he be doing up there? He's fighting like six wars right now, and they're like, but we want him to spend time with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why doesn't he come to some day? Mark, welcome to the Mark, thank you for being a narg. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, that that I found very funny. Yeah, I was like, t- t- come to you to do what? It's funny because I feel like most of the countries are like, yeah, keep the dragon reborn away. <laughs> we don't want anything to do with him. And the borderlands are like. Fuck it! No, 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 no. We go to where? Where we're coming for you, Rand? I was like, oh my we're god. We're marching the largest army in the con- in the in the towards continent you. towards you because you're not paying attention to us. Yeah, that about sums it up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Randland. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so they take a gateway, uh, just close enough where they're a few mile ride. And uh, Elaine goes, she's decked in the most glorious green outfit. Um, I cannot wait for what they come up with on the show for this outfit. Because she needs to look full Aes Sedai here. Yeah. And she cuts an imposing figure. Yeah, she's not like gaudy, you know. She keeps it simple, but still like regal. And it's like, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's all in the details for Elaine. Yeah. You know, it's it's less about the grand gestures and more in the details and her interactions with the people that she meets, right? Like her, um, uh, not like financial advisor, but like the master of coin kind of role. Um, like, you know, that stuff that was revealed to her may not have been, depending on 
her interactions with him and and same with like you know she's she's very close with her head maid right and yeah. and the, these these connections that she has with people i think are what makes elaine unique and are her strengths i yeah before we get off the maid because you brought her up yeah i love that she's like i found nine spies and i'm gonna find them all i'm like god damn yeah. i need a maid like her jesus christ i know right? i don't know I, no one's spying on me because Everything I do is broadcast on the internet, but... It's true. If you want to spy, it's all right there, there's here. There's no secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, like, nothing I won't talk about, which is a problem. If I ever want to run for office, I'm really screwed. They're like, so, uh... People might like the honesty. We we would like to point to all of these dates in which you talked about orgies on your internet show. We can't have orgies <laughs> with our politicians? Unacceptable. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, yeah. No wonder they're all such miserable... Anyways. Oh, no, they have orgies. Uh, no, I know. They do. They just don't talk about them the way I do. It's the talking about it that's the problem. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah, so they get to the Shinaran camp, uh, and the Aes Sedai, they, um, Elaine is told that there are multiple Aes Sedai there. We know there's 10. Or no, there's 13. Mm-hmm. How many are there? I think there's 13. That we know of, I thought that they they found ten. Okay, so we, th- there's probably ten. But there's like uh, close enough. And they're keeping they're keeping hidden. They're not coming out to meet Elaine or Marilyn. No, no, they're like hiding. Which which is interesting because I feel like it means that they can't be for Aleda. Why? Because the number one edict from the White Tower at the moment is to capture Elaine Tricand. Right? And so if the Aes Sedai with the Shinarans were on Team Aleda, because Marilolala brings up the idea that they are, um, of the groups of Aes Sedai that are just hanging out in the, in the countries, waiting for the White Tower to settle, the, for the battle between the White Tower and the rebels to s- settle down. Yeah. And then they'll come back to whoever wins. And I, I really got the sense that because these 10 Aes Sedai, who vastly outnumber the, the four women, right? Because they don't make a move on Elaine here. To try and take her to Aleda? They can't be Aleda's Aes Sedai. Because I don't think that if they if they were Aleda's Aes Sedai, they would have broken with the Shinarans to capture the four of them. Why would Aes Sedai care what the Borderlanders are doing in comparison to the White Tower? But because they get through here, and because they don't reveal themselves, it really does feel like the there are ten Aes Sedai here who are truly either dark friends or neutral. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that that's fair. I hadn't considered the whole uh, uh, Elaine of it all, like the order from Elena. I like that wasn't on my mind, but it it's makes like sense. the number one thing about her, right? That that my my biggest concern reading this when Elaine was like, "I'm going today," and I was like, "Oh no, there are Aes Sedai there." If they are Team Elena, they are going to want to capture Elaine yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they could be dark friends, or they could be like just neutral, like waiting it out, like doing their own thing. Um, they may have no affinity for Elena at all. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, because now I'm like, oh, shit, I, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, no. Nothing really happens, though, mm-hmm. um, except a, a very interesting conversation. Um, Elaine really pushes her Isodinus on them, and we get um, we get this idea that uh, Elaine doesn't know where Rand is, but she's like, he's in that direction. <laughs> he's definitely in Murindy. 100%. Kind of. No. No, she's putting them in the direction that she wants to put them. And I have a feeling she's going to be like, hey, Rand, I need you to do me a favor and go to Murindy and see these people so they don't think I'm a liar. Well, he's, no, he's in Andor now. Huh? He's in, well, he, he but after this, he, he, he won't, he, he's, they are, t- like, when she says that, right, and they're still in formatting, 
she's technically sending them somewhat in the right direction. But yeah, sure, by the but... time they get to An- to Camelin, mm-hmm. he won't be there anymore. Because he's not in Farmandane after that. Well, and the problem is he can travel. So, like, she could yeah. have told the truth in that moment. And then an hour later, like, that could be different. And she would have no way to, like, yeah. Yeah, that's such a weird thing. Rand's going to have been to, like, 15 countries by the time they get to Camelin. So it doesn't really matter where she sends them at this point. True. He but could, it, no, honestly, it matters to her. he could be in Murindy when they get there. He could be. But no, she sends them in a very specific direction to help herself out. Yes. Which yeah. is it's super smart. Um, and she, we get the vibe from her that she is the vibe. She straight up says that she's not sent, that he's not in Murindy and she knows that based on the direction she's pointing. Yeah. But we, we do get her sending them south to march towards the city for, for a kind of a brilliant plan, right? Get the... Because it's the exact same thing that Riatin is doing in Murindi. Yeah. Which is to build up an army as an enemy so that everybody unites around her. Yes. Um, but it doesn't work out because she goes home. They agree. They're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. We'll do that. That makes sense. We're mm-hmm. not going to fight you. We don't want to go to war with you, right? Going, war to, going to war with Andor benefits nobody. Yeah. No bloodshed, please. And they... I hope that she steers them well clear of uh, the Black Tower. Mm-hmm. But she goes home and... Oh, we're under siege. 20,000 people are coming to kill us. What do we do? Yeah, and we still don't know who that is yet. Mm-hmm. Who do you think it is? Oh, I have no fucking clue. I, 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 I literally have no idea. Because it, I, I, it can't be any of Rand's armies. No, it's, it's probably... It's not the Black Tower because they're already in Gandor. Yeah. No, I'm assuming it's like one of her like contenders. It could be Davram Bashir's... People coming back from Altara? No, 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 because they're near Camelin already. No, they're in Ilian. Oh, I thought Elaine... No, because Elaine is like... Uh, Tenobia is like, where is my uncle? Yeah, he's in Ilian. No, I thought she says he's like near Camelin. If you march, you're going to run into him. I thought that was like part of the conversation, Maybe. Right? The last time we saw him was in Ilian. Yes, yes, yes. Dang. But I don't believe that he is still there. Yeah, um, uh, Franklin Cheatham says, it's so hard to keep track of those armies. It really, it, it really, it really is. is. There, there are a lot. This is the problem. I have no idea who it could be. I actually don't know that it will be a, a villain. Like, I, I'm, I think it might be a, like, friendly army. Yeah, Lord Davram is not far from Camelin. I cannot promise he will still be there when you arrive, though. So he's, he's close by. I just, I no, because we know he's an alien. He was, yeah. But when would he have gone to Camelin? Who knows? The traveling has the traveling and the like long periods of time without seeing people mm-hmm. makes keeping track of where people are in this series really hard. Because the mm-hmm. last time we saw Davram was at the end of the Battle of the Sanchin. Yeah, we haven't seen Davram Bashir since Rand used Kalindor, mm-hmm. and so I, he could literally be anywhere. Right. Yeah. It doesn't like, and so that's what that's what gets tough about this. Yeah, for sure. Um, um y'all, uh, seen this a few times. I'm not, I'm not sure what's up, but yeah, English only, please. Yes. Uh, just so we just can all understand, and that that way, it, uh, you can't say something shitty and we miss it. So it just gets deleted by safety. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing against you personally. Uh, but that that is how it do gotta be. Uh, Storm D says you just know RJ was gaming this shit out with little pewter miniature soldiers on a world map, right? Y'all. He was doing a, a, a Viserys in the House of the Dragon. Yes, that's exactly what he was doing. The urge to so I went I went into Games Workshop yesterday, 
I, I used to be a Warhammer boy. Um, I, I didn't have room in New York to be a Warhammer boy, but now that we have room, I'm worried I'm going to become a Warhammer boy again. Uh, I love miniatures. I think they're so fun. Uh, the urge to create Wheel of Time armies using Warhammer, like just like paint them to be a little Wheel of Time collection is 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 high. It's higher than it should be. Um, and to I have like a, a series of wheel, uh, like create a Wheel of Time miniature set out of like bastardized Warhammer minis. That would be great, actually. Arizu, thank you for that super chat. Arizu, Chef Port says, Elaine kicked him out of Camelin when she arrived. Oh, right. She took out all the like right. foreign armies. Yeah, so he's nearby. So Rand must have traveled him back to Camelin at some point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm assuming so. Yeah. It is Necrons. hard to keep track of everyone. Yes, Malindio, Necrons. <clears throat> Wheel of Time D&D is fun. Rantel more. It's almost like you know what we're going to do in 2023. Uh, anyway, um, what were we talking about? Definitely not our D&D show. Uh, definitely That's not. That's not a spoiler um, for next year. Uh, you know, babe, we do have a 3D printer. We could just... Make them? Print minis. Oh, we could. And we, here's the thing. I don't know how to like design a file to All print. Right. So if someone has Wheel of Time miniatures, that they'd be like the files they'd be willing to send. No, we can make them on um, Hero Forge. Individually, uh, yeah. What we can get like the subscription. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they're pretty good quality. Anyways. Um. So yeah. So uh, Elaine is super tired here. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're, we're going to finish the Elaine stuff here. Yeah. So Elaine gets back to the city. It's going to be under siege. Big, bad things are happening. She's literally so tired. She, like, passes out. Yeah. And then is, like, immediately awake again when it's like, ah, there's an army. Adrenaline. Underway. Adrenaline does crazy shit, y'all. She's like, no time for sleep. My question to you is how dark did you find it when she was like, let's tell people they can flee if they want to because we don't have enough food to feed them all. That's the smartest thing you do. I know. You keep everybody alive longer, and like you, you, you don't feel like people are being held hostage. It gave me real Attack on Titan vibes. Free for your lives. Uh, yeah. yeah. Elaine, Elaine goes into, and this is what I was talking about, right? About Elaine. It really feels like Elaine becomes queen here. Yeah. In that she, she, she's so in charge. And she's using her brain, right? She's not using the one power to solve her problems. She's really solving her problems with her intellectual ability. Yes. Now, granted, I also feel like um, a siege is not that dangerous when you have multiple Aes Sedai within the walls of the siege that can teleport out, attack them from behind, and then teleport back in. Yes. Like, the easiest way to break this siege for Elaine, because she has not sworn the oaths yep. and neither have the windfinders is to just confuse the hell out of that army by popping up behind them yeah. zap 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 popping back up to the tower they turn around but zap 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 like they're t- t- traveling the ability to teleport or to just straight up move your army flank them immediately yeah there's like you, you just can't have to hope siege. that whoever's on their way doesn't also have Aes Sedai with them right that's the only thing. Well, no, you have to hope that they don't know how to travel. Because here's the thing. Well, th- this is what's going to be interesting about the White Tower, right? Is that Egwene and her army can all travel. Mm-hmm. And Aleda's can't. The only person we know in the White Tower who can travel is Aleda. Or yeah. is, uh, sorry, Alviarin. Yeah. Egwene and, the, like, the, the, her and her sisters can straight up just travel into the White Tower. Like, they don't need to siege. They can travel into some dark room they know never gets used. And suddenly, there's 90 Aes Sedai 
zapping their way up the hallways who haven't sworn the oaths. Yeah. Just wrecking shop. Yeah. In the absolutely. White Tower. Why even siege it? You know what I mean? You can literally teleport in. We know that there's nothing to stop them because the land fear was doing it every five seconds seven books ago. Yeah. I don't know. Now, the thing is, Egwene has asked Elaine to 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 live as though she has sworn the oaths, right? Um, so I, I, I have a feeling this battle will not be fought in one with the one power. Here's my thing about that. Egwene, how many people are you willing to let die because you want to pretend that you've taken an oath you haven't taken? It's a good question. How, how many human lives is pretending you've taken an oath that you intend to take at a later date really worth? You know... It's a good question. How many how many citizens of Tarvalon who just live there mm-hmm. deserve to starve and suffer because you want to pretend to have taken an oath you haven't taken? I, I don't have an answer for that. Um, I just want to say thank you to William and our other lurkers. Uh, yeah, we love our lurkers. Come and hang out for book club. You guys are wonderful, and um, we appreciate everybody who can be here and can listen and participate in any way, shape, or form that you feel comfortable. So, thank you. <laughs> uh, Franklin Cheatham says, How many lives could be lost if they destroy the world's belief in the three oaths? Why would the world have to find out what happened in the White Tower that day? Well, the other, here's, here's let's the not pretend that the Aes Sedai are super honest about what goes on inside their tower. Oh, no, they already lied. No one would like, ever know. Yeah, I, I, well, no one could ever know if that's how they wanted it to be. But also, like, the the, the, the general populace, are, like, there is already a hatred and vitriol for Aes Sedai in a lot of places. That's why the White Cloaks exist. The damage is kind of already done. Mm-hmm. At least to me, it seems like it is. And so I just, yeah, I think that the, the oaths uh, are stale. And I think that there is a way to, to salvage that. And I think that Egwene is going to try and bring that about. But currently, right now, I think that they are a detriment. And I don't think that they provide as much value as they have in the past or could potentially. I also think that right now with the Sanchen, the Windfinders, and the Kin, there are now so many women So many people who, who don't channel, have the oaths. And the Ashaman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that the oaths are kind of meaningless now realistically just because the number of people who can channel is has ballooned like when book one right book one maybe there's 750 channelers in ranland yeah yeah i i was like oh definitely less than a thousand now there's ten (laughs) thousand yeah right well, I, obviously the kin were channeling, but they were being they were hiding it. No one knew they were channeling. Totally. So like totally. now, now we're at like ten thousand people who can channel. Yeah. It's just the 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 number of people using the one power has ballooned so much mm-hmm. that I don't think that the three oaths matter really at all right now. Yeah. I think that the white tower being in control of who can channel is more important to the general population than whether or not the Aes Sedai can fight people. Uh, I, I I just I think that they've they've kind of the, the the cat's out of the bag on that already. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, I think that the oaths have a time and a place, and I think that they have a function. But oh, right yeah. right now, they're a bit obsolete for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people are already gonna believe whatever they're gonna believe based on whatever rumors fly around. C uh, Sarmi says I would argue the oaths are worth more now. That's what distinguishes them from the other groups, except that the other the the general population does not have a way of distinguishing them, so they yeah. don't matter, yeah. right? They, they just see a channeler. Yes, they see the Sanchin domain as Aes Sedai. They see the Isle 
uh, wise ones as Aes Sedai if they can channel. They see the Windfinders as Aes Sedai if they can channel. Yeah. The, like, Plus the White Tower is fractured in itself. Yes. And so, like, that kind of, I, I get it, but I just don't think it holds up for, like, your your common folk, right? Dead Iron, thank um, you so much for that super Dead chat. Dead Iron, thank you. Happy holidays. Smash Happy that holidays to like all. button. Smash the like button. Guys, if you're here, that like button, is it's free. It's free. It's, it's, just, it's just sitting so lonely down there. You just want to, like, fill it in. When you click it, just it fills in. Just smash it the way you know Rand smashes all three of his ladies. Um, yes. Yes. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> Aggressively and tenderly all at the same time. And only once. And only once. Do you think they all each have sex only once? Uh, Avienda and Elaine, uh, so far, right? Min's the only one that's getting the, like, that's true. repeated bone. Min, Min gets special treatment. But Avienda and Elaine have each other, so. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> um, Sarmi says, you assume they care about what the general population thinks. That's that's who the three olds are for. Who else would the three O's be for? They're not for the Aes Sedai. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, the we uh, the the three O's were taken so that like that the so that the Aes Sedai like had power, but it but but people didn't think that they were gonna abuse it, mm -hmm. and then they just found a way to circumvent around those oats, and so they kind of became obsolete anyways. So. Yeah, I, I just I, I think that in a world where more and more and more people are channeling every day, and there's more rumors of channeling, and the channeling is growing. The concern about the White Tower three oaths mm -hmm. goes out the window because you're not worried about the Aes Sedai anymore, right? The the Ashman are a bigger concern. The Sanchin are a bigger concern. You have bigger problems coming your way. Yeah. I, I, I do think that nobody gives a shit about the three oaths right now, except for and the Aes Sedai, who still have this idea that they're what it's what makes them Aes Sedai. Yeah. And, but, and, like, they're, they're going to get wiped off the map if they don't find a way to defend themselves. Yeah. Here's the thing. If I'm, like, a farmer, right, and, like... I'm doing my own thing, like, and, and there's, there's, like, a battle raging, and, like, the, the Aes Sedai can potentially protect me with the one power from these, like, horrible, like, unseen forces that I can't yeah. understand. I would rather them have that ability yes. and not have the three oaths. I don't think anyone who gets saved by an Aes Sedai is going to complain about her using the one power to fight uh, giant sky raptors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scott, welcome Scott to the nerd me. table. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining the Nargs. I think, but I do think that the three oaths is a really interesting conversation that is had throughout these books, and so uh, the the fact that it is complex and then many layered, I think, is just a testament to the writing. Hulk Slayer says the oaths are not for the population; it's for the rulers of the lands. So, Rand, Rand, <laughs> Rand, and Rand. That's sorry. That's Kyrian. Tyr, Ilian, and Camelin is Elaine, right? Sure, yeah. So the yeah. three oaths mean nothing to those people. The Sanchin hold Altara, Amadicia, Mirindi, not Mirindi, um, Altara, Amadicia, Sarabon, uh, Ebudar, and Falma. So they don't give a fuck about the three oaths. So, so you're telling me that the Aes yeah. Sedai should keep pretending to use the three oaths for the four borderland countries? <laughs> What what like what are we talking about here? There are four countries that currently have rulers that aren't either Isidai Sanchin or Randall Thor. Yeah. What rulers? That, and that's what I mean. I think that the O's oh, are very important. I forgot about Mayin. You know what? Mayin no, is Mayin. technically independent. Oh, is it Let's Mayin? keep the three O's going for fucking no, wait, bear lane. I thought the Sanchin took Mayin. No. Did what? they? No. God no. No no no. Oh, I think Mayin's all the way that. all the way over towards Aiel waste. Yeah. The Sancho would have had to like cross through Tyr at that point, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, anyways, I, like like we said, I think the three oaths definitely have that their their time and their place and it is not here and now. Yeah. Scott um, Helsby, thank you for joining the Nards. Welcome to the Nerd Table. 
And MD Neil uh, says, Nerdy Clarks are so charismatic that I'm afraid if I roll a one on my saving throw against enchantment, I will have to name, <laughs> change my name to Blue too. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome back to the Nerd Table. We appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, um, I just, I, I think that like we're, we're at a point now where like, we're like the war against the fine, against the devil's coming. Mm -hmm. Give up on the odds a little bit. Come on. But that's the end of Elaine's storyline. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Yeah, cliffhanger. We're going to war. Mm -hmm. I really hope it's not a siege. Because that would mean in the next book, Elaine is under siege and Egwene is throwing a siege. And I don't really need two sieges throwing at once. Throwing a siege? She's just having a, a Christmas she's party. Having a little, she's having a little Christmas siege. Jesus Christ. Who, who doesn't want a, uh, just a little siege for Christmas? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why not? A With little... some rum and eggnog for the... That'll be our Christmas song next year. A little siege for Christmas. Oh my God. We'll write that. <sighs> Anyways, we yeah, Bazimian says, and the three olds have no effect on a place like Farmatting either. Yeah, I just I don't know who the three olds are that's, for at this point. That's true, actually. Yeah. Can the Aes Sedai lie when they're in Farmatting? No, they can't. No. No, that it seems like the it seems like power still works there. They just the 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 Tarangirls don't stop the source from existing. They stop people from connecting to it. Let's 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 get through Matt stuff. Fair enough. And yeah. then we'll talk about what happens in formatting because, boy, does Robert Jordan introduce the item that he needs for the next chapter? Um, we'll get into that. Yep. Chapter twenty-eight, Winter's Heart. Uh, news in a cloth sack. Matt, still trying to get away from Thailand. He's he's yep. he's still he's still trying. Um. And uh, Thailand is like, hey, I'm going on vacation for a week. Uh, I hope you're still here when I get back. Sarath and I are going for a romantic Tarakan ride around the country. Yeah. I was like, is this These are all Avatar? the lands that are now yours and the people that you now Someday, son, all this will be yours. Yeah. yeah. What about that dark shadow? That no, 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 no. Don't fucking go there. <laughs> don't, Jesus don't Christ. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah. So, Matt, uh, so yeah, Thailand and Sarath are going away for 10 days of uh, seeing the places Thailand is queen of. Sure. Thailand is, is going full blood now. She's got long fingernails, so she can't wipe herself anymore. Uh, and she's it's not that hard. She's working herself up to shaving her head. She's, she hasn't yeah, been able to do says, it yet. Says she's going to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yeah. So she's working herself up to it. Mm -hmm. And um, Matt is stopped. Uh, he's, he's tramping around the palace, trying to figure out what he's going to do. And he's stopped by Noel, who I'm thinking is Noel. This is Papa Noel. This is Santa Claus. Santa Claus is now with Matt. He's an older gentleman with crazy stories from around the world. That's fair. He's been to Shibuya. Yeah. Which threw me. Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't notice, like, that Japan existed in the Wheel of Time. But I didn't know that that one shopping district from uh, Japan survived the breaking of the world and mm -hmm. was still there. When I read Shibuya... So, when, when I was living in Japan, uh, when I was working for Disney... Um, we toured a lot, so I stayed in a lot of hotels in a lot of places, but my the like main hotel whenever we were in Tokyo was the Tokyo Stay Shibuya. And so I, I like lived in Shibuya for most of the four months that I was there. And it was very weird to read that word in the Wheel of Time. It was so yeah. like real world to my life. You're like, what? I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What? Wild <laughs> Shibuya. That was funny. I only Took recognized it because you had like talked about it. Like I, I would never have known. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. If you ever get to go to the Shibuya Crossing on Halloween, prepare yourself. It yeah. is the craziest night of your life. Do you think that? Um, do you think that the Sanchin um, blood have uh, their d domains um, create like bidet terangrials for them, so that they don't have to wipe? 
Do you think that the Sanchen invented the bidet? But, okay. This, so, how, where does the water come from, though? Because they don't have internal plumbing. I don't know. It's the one power. It's the... the it's... I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think they just have someone wipe for them. Yeah, but then you have to have someone be, like, present for it. You know, if you yeah, just had, like, what, an inanimate that's what, object. That's what people did for... You're telling... All those queens and those poofy-ass dresses, you think they wipe their own asses? Hell no. No. They couldn't move their arms in those corsets. Someone no. wiped their ass. They were rich. They were they were celebrities. And people wiped their bottoms. Uh, you know what? You're probably mm. not wrong. Uh, but I do think that the Sanchen will be the inventors of the bidet. I'm calling it right now. Uh, so we find out, um, uh, Matt takes Tylan down to the, to the docks. She goes away on a boat to, a boat to the Tarakan. Uh, and Matt has this conversation with Noel. Well, Noel is like, yeah, the golem killed another person. Did you know that golem are vampires? They have to consume human blood. And they kill people in alleys. I was like, oh, this is the most, like, this is, <laughs> this is Twilight. No, it's not. It's not Twilight. It's like but Interview with a Vampire. It is It is like, an, it reminded me of Interview with a Vampire, which we've been watching. Our reaction to the finale will be up on our channel on Monday. Uh, and yeah, I just, I found it really funny, this like, the fact that Golem are suddenly vampires. Yeah, I mean, they probably always were. I, I think there was like... I don't remember them ever talking about Golems living off blood before this. Maybe they did, but this was new information to me. And so I was surprised at the vampire-ness of it. I, I can't remember, if I'm being honest. I'm not sure if, if that, uh, like, had come up before. It, it might have. I might have just missed it. But this yeah. was new information to me this week. And I was like, oh, they're, they're literally vampires. Do you yeah. think there's something about blood? Is blood what makes them immune to the one power? No, no. I just, I don't know. Maybe they can only consume blood so that their entire body can become liquid and fit through the small crevices. Mmm... Interesting theory. Or maybe it's just really a fucked up, dark Kieran McSavvy says it was stuff. definitely mentioned. <clears throat> it was. All right. All right. I, yeah, I, 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 I thought... I missed it. I thought it was implied that they had to kill people to survive. I don't know if, like, the blood... Like, I don't remember the blood specifically, but yeah. 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 yeah terrifying. Love that. I... Uh, so Nemsi says inhuman horrors living off human blood is hardly unique to vampires. Though. No, I, I I just mean that the idea of the finding the uh, the bloodless body in an alley every night where it's been drained of blood is very um is tropey to the vampire canon. Sure, yeah. The yeah. idea of the like ooh the vampire hunter who's like they th there was another b body drained of blood on this alley last night. Yeah. That that is a, that kind of storytelling that we get a lot here of the like oh a golem drained another person in this street that is very vampire yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and the like the fear that that incites right yeah um because people are scared the sanchen are like yeah. trying to find this killer you know they have patrols they're like all other mm. crime is down but this golem is a uh, slippery well and it's terrible for suroth right like suroth is really supposed Looks to bad. be because chuan will punish her granted Sur matt kind of saves suroth here because Saroth would probably be punished for these deaths at some point. But because Tuan isn't there to do it, she'll get away with it. Uh, maybe, yeah. Um, I also find it really interesting that... Uh, well, let's let's not skip ahead. Um, sorry, Ian, thank that you was so to much. myself. That's all good. Thank you for that super chat. I just wanted to say I'm completely snowed in and isolated. Probably won't get to see my family, but it's so nice and comfy to be able to hang out with you guys and talk about my favorite book series. I'm so sorry to hear I'm that. I'm sorry. Um, that's, there's, there, there's, the weather has been rough. 
I, if anyone else uh, had their travel plans for this weekend to be with family canceled, I am so sorry. My, my sister's in the same boat. Um, they managed to find her one flight that will get here in time for Christmas. But uh, her, her flight was, they, they initially rescheduled her for Monday. Yeah. And her trip was supposed to be until Tuesday. And she was like, "You, I was supposed to be there for five days. And now I'm going to be there for 20 hours? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But, yeah, um, it's, it sucks. It sucks right now. And, and, and I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. But thank you for that super chat. And we're, we're lucky to have you here. Yeah. And uh, if you're still uh, snowed in next Tuesday, the 27th, wait, is Tuesday the 27th? Isn't it? Oh, yeah? crap. Why? I don't know when we're going to do Chainsaw Man. What do you mean? Well, because we're going, it drops we're, we're meeting my dad at 1030. Oh, well, it'll, we'll do and it then, as soon as we get back. But then I have thing at three. At three? Yeah, I start the D&D stream at three. Okay, well, we'll That's figure that out later. Um, but Tuesday at 3 p.m., if you want to come hang out over at twitch.tv slash chaoticneutralgoblin, I'm going to be doing a, a one-shot D&D session with um, some really talented people. I'll be live from this room. They'll be live from wherever they are. Uh, and if you want to come hang out and watch us um, do a New Year's Eve drunk girl D&D stream, I'll be playing a Warforged AI who recently discovered the concept of gender and has uh, is just trying to figure out what a woman is. Uh, so it's going to be a wild, it's going to be a wild day. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, if, if you're interested in that, um, and you want to make sure you have that link, uh, come be part of the discord. We'll be sharing that and, uh, giving you guys more details. Yeah. 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 It's gonna be fun. Uh, Arzoza, thank you for joining the Narcs. Welcome to the nerd table. Yeah. Uh, so with the, with the leaving of Thailand, the leaving of Saroth, Matt's like, it's now or never. Yeah. It is time to break free from uh, Thailand's tyranny and get away. And so he goes to Juwilin. He's like, Juwilin, you got my Adam? Juwilin's like, I, no, I don't. But I will. Don't worry about it. Uh, and then he he basically just waits. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he exercises his leg and he exercises pips. And he tries to make people think that he is planning on leaving so that um, Thailand is not punished. So that, yeah. that, that Saroth does not believe that Thailand had anything to do with the escaping domain. Because Matt, spoiler alert, is a good dude. Yeah, he uh, really is. We find out that they need a seal of the blood to get out of mm -hmm. the city. Uh, and so Tom is working on getting that. And uh, the chapter ends with Julian being like, I got two dresses. I got the necklace. I got the Adam. We're good to go. Uh-huh. Which takes us to chapter 30, which... Uh, Whoa, sucks. Uh, not not that it's bad. It's just that this was hard to read because yeah. Matt takes, um, uh, takes the Adam down to. I was about to say Jolene again. Jo Jolene. Jolene. Yes. Jolene. 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 Yes, Mistress Ad, Ad Adnan. Mistress uh, Anon. Anon. Anonymous. Is like I I think I might be able to to hold the the leash like I think I can make this work which I didn't realize that that was also a specific skill I thought that if you had the power mm -hmm. that you you would be able to use it um the fact that it doesn't work is was new to me I was not expecting that what do you mean that like that she can't control it that like she just ends up hurting Jolene that was new to you. I didn't. I didn't realize that they've talked a lot about how they have to be tested to be Saldam because if you don't have the one power, you can't be a Saldam. Yeah, but I thought that was because the whole Mistress, point of the storyline with Bethamine and. I thought because Mistress Anon could. Mistress Anon can't channel. But then, how does she know the kin? Because she's been she's been like the innkeeper running 
things for them in secret. But Mistress Anon is not a member of the kin. She knows of the kin. But she's not a member. She's not She's not a channeler. Oh, so she. It's basically, <clears throat> this was basically a test for her to see if she had the spark to channel. Well, no, because the kin would have been able to tell that in her decades ago, right? So then why does she think that she can hold the bracelet? Because because they don't understand how the Adam works. And so the Matt doesn't know... It's not common knowledge that the Soldams can channel, right? Nobody knows that except yeah. for like five people. And so Matt is just hoping that any woman can hold the bracelet. It's not until it's on Jolene and she's in horrible pain that they find out that not any woman can be a Soldam. Right, because they haven't talked to a Guinan yet. Right, because because they, they, they don't know, right? They don't know. If you're looking at the domains, yeah. if you're not a member of that culture... And you don't know that they test the Soldoms. Because they're not testing Soldoms in Randland, right? Yeah. All of the Soldoms are Sanchen. Because how could you trust any Randland person to be a Soldom at this point, right? Maybe right. A, in a few years you could, like, build that up. Um, but I think that what's interesting about this is, like, they're, they're, Matt goes into this meeting with Jolene being like, all right, we're just going to, we can throw this on any woman. Any woman can hold the bracelet. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And then it's a deflating moment for Matt when he realizes, oh my God, no, I need, I need specifically Soldoms. How the fuck am I going to find that? Which, wouldn't you know it, he walks outside and he do be there. Our boy, (laughs) Ship Captain. Our boy, Ship Captain. Saving the motherfucking day. Let's go. Cheers to you, Bale Doman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I love that Matt, like, barely remembers mm-hmm. because of the dagger, right? Because he was so, like, fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, he, he was just not... He was barely, like, functional when that dagger was, like, poisoning him. And so he, he's like, I kind of remember, but, like, also, like, not really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. It's- so Bale Doman takes Matt to a meeting with uh, a Guinan and... They are like, cool, we're, oh, we need the exact same thing. Again, it's like, great, we'll leave in a couple of weeks. I'm going to buy a boat and we'll all, we'll all piece up together. And Matt's like, a couple no. of weeks, that sounds great. What, what do you think about tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about <laughs> as soon as possible? Um, and again, it's like, hey, you know what? All right, fine. Uh, so that's that's fun. Mm-hmm. We get the, the team up of the, the century. Yeah, um, we, we, we get like a new crew. Yeah. Uh, and it's a crew of people of character. The, the thing that I, I will say about the Matt storyline mm-hmm. is we, we we leave off with a crew of characters who I'm very interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, I You know, I hate Tuan, but I'm, I'm I'm interested to know more about her. Yeah, yeah. So Lucia's very interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, again, and Bale Doman, love him. I'm a little bit like, again, and what the fuck's going on? But like, I'm I, you know, you know I love my ship captain. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Matt, Juwillen, and I want to know more about Noel and Tom. Like, this is a crew of people, and I'm assuming they're going to, like, grab Aludra at the beginning of the next book and bring her along. Do you think? I feel like, I feel like Aludra, I feel like this whole canon thing is being set up for a reason. I yeah. feel like the Matt-Aludra relationship is going to be important. I feel like two books from now. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Aludra got shafted. Like, she's, uh, she's, she's going to come back in some capacity, but I don't think that they're going to, like, stop for her, you know? Yeah, I don't know. She's t- she is outside the city, so they could get her on the way, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe Matt will finally figure out why uh, she needs a bell founder. Uh, maybe. So we get to... Uh, Matt Matt takes a little bit of a nap. Matt uh, has his uh, Lopin and... Uh, what's his face? Naram. 
they, like, they, they get the belongings together. They get everything kind of sorted out. And suddenly it's time. It's time for a prison break. And everything goes fine. Nothing goes wrong. And uh, yeah, they just they escape. Super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Yeah, super duper easy. This It's it's super smooth as these things usually go, you know? It Scrap. kind of is though. Like, honestly, I was expecting them to run into more difficulty. Oh, yeah. It could have been <clears> much <throat> worse. Here's the thing. The fact that Aguinan knows her shit saved them from that one uh, Soldam who was like, The hey, Dare Soldam. You can't, but no, she she needs to be. Uh, you take a different one, and again, it's like I said, I no, sir, I said I could have whatever one I want. Are you yeah. gonna question me? And so that like whole hierarchy actually comes into their favor. Well, and what I loved is that so so they they go up into the kennels, which is not the word I want to use uh, to describe a place where humans are kept, but uh, they go up there and uh-huh. they they free who they need to free, right? They get Tesla out. They get um. So Ed or whatever her name is, the E one, Azandaraza Souza. Um, I can't read her name. It literally just looks like words, letters to me. And that is fair. They pull them out, and Matt sneaks away for a minute. And I was like, "What's Matt doing? What what what's our boy Matt doing?" And he goes into the Windfinder place, and he's like, "Hey, if you can wait three hours to fuck shit up, I will take this off. Will you? Will I'll take this off you? But will you promise to wait three hours?" And the, I want to I want to go back again. At the beginning of this podcast, I was like, let's let's go back a few weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a couple weeks ago where I said I don't know where this slavery storyline is going, uh-huh. but right now I feel a little bit concerned. But I want to see where it ends. And people got really upset about what I said in that episode, as if I didn't quantify it with I want to see where this is going. Yeah. This is the moment that I needed. I needed our our main character of this section, Matt, to do the right thing. And to betray the moral story of what the story that we're being told is, right? Mm-hmm. Not betray it. I, I mean portray it. Sorry. Okay. Um, I was like, uh... And so <laughs> in Matt's actions, mm-hmm. we see the morality of where this story was going. Now, I still hold that I think that Robert Jordan over-describes it. I think he overwrites the explanation of the backstory of slavery within this world. Yeah. And I think that a lot of it is unnecessary. But I think at the end of this moment, we get to where it's headed. And I found it very satisfactory. I, I love this concept of, I can't save you. I can't take you with me. But I will give you the opportunity to do it yourself. And once the collar is off her, she is not like, no, Domain, I need I need to be collared again. No, she still has her spine. She still has her backbone. These women aren't fully broken the way that it's kind of talked about at times in the series. Yeah. And I I love this moment so much. I am a little upset that we didn't get to see this, the, the Windfinders fuck up. I really thought the final like epilogue of this was going to be the Windfinders fucking destroy Nebudar. Yes. Um, but uh, I'll take what I can get and uh-huh. I hope that it happens in the next book. Yep. Yeah, I yeah I hope we get some kind of like, even if we just get like one of the like bullshit like epilogues like, people talked about that time the White Tower maybe was in siege or maybe they had a fight or like whatever it was at the end of last book where I was like I, this is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I hope we actually get that for this because because none of our like main characters are there for it and so having it as more of an aside that I can fill in the blanks in my own imagination is kind of fun. Um, I don't know. I, I want to see it. I want. I want. I, 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 I hope we get. I hope we get it. I think that we just don't have any main characters in Ebudar now. They all just left. Who in Who in this series is not a main character? Yeah, I guess that's fair. In I the middle, know. in the middle of chapter thirty-five, we cut to some random farmer on his the ship because he's like, "Oh my God, look! The the sphere is lit up." 
Well, that's true. But that that was hilarious for a moment, but then I understood why it happened. Because <laughs> like, in the, the reaction, we're both fuck? like, what, who the fuck is this? Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> yep. Um, yes, I do love that Matt, definitely not ever going to be a hero. Definitely never. Yeah. Couldn't be him. So they, they the, uh, again, and somehow um, calms the Dersel Dom. Matt uh, frees the Windfinder. They go downstairs and they meet up in a room somewhere near the exit. Mm -hmm. And Tuan comes out and um, just goes, this was almost like when, uh, if you've seen Firefly, the first time River Song gets out uh, before. River Song? Not River Song. um, River. River. Just River. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time River gets out uh, and she, before uh, her brother can calm her down, when she just goes like ape shit on Mal. Yeah. Just, just, it annihilates everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, Tuan is about to like beat the shit out of Matt. Yeah. Well, and you know, he's like injured. He's not doing too hot. No, wait, wait. We skipped, oh my God, we skipped the whole thing. Which part? Matt, Matt leaves the Windfinder. Yeah. And goes to his bedroom with Tylan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. She's back. Thailand is back early. She's back early. Because they heard, because they're, because of the golem, right? No, no, because the war, because there's a war, some big battle was lost, like, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's some issues that need to be resolved. So they flew back mm-hmm. as soon as possible, and Thailand is there, and Matt is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And Thailand is like, all right, well, I guess tie me up and leave me. So Let that... me teach you the art of shibari. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally. She's like, if you if you leave me here and t- tied up and restrained, it will seem as though I had nothing to do with it, and that will like protect me. And I'm like, Thailand okay. gets off so fucking easy here. Yup. Ugh. Yep. Rich people get away with shit, and it pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. That is that is how life works. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's like, I well, Matt's leaving no matter what. I can't. can't. She's very open to it. It's 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 it, it is weird, right? Because it, it's played like she's ready for him to be. She knows what she's been doing is wrong deep down. Yeah, she knows it. And when Matt is leaving, she's like, "Yeah, this had to come about eventually." You know. Do you think it's his tevereness though that um, makes her more compliant? That's tough. Yeah. Anything in these novels can be explained away by Tavirinus, which is cool, but also is also kind of, it sucks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Smith, James, thank you for that super chat. Thank you. <laughs> welcome back to Calgary. As usual, I'll wash after work. Glad you guys thank made you. it safe. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. You're amazing. Thank you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thank you, mods. Yes. May you yes. always find water and shade. Hey. Thank you. I've got water. I've got eggnog and rum. And I have coffee. I'm, I'm doing good. That is shade, basically. Yes. Um, thank you for that super chat. Water and shade. Thank it's, you for that super chat. It's freezing cold here, but we will survive. Um, yeah. So, Matt, uh, what I really like about this moment is that Matt betrays, not betrays, portray, Matt, Matt reveals the depth of his humanity here in that he doesn't, he doesn't harm her in any way. He doesn't, like, take advantage of the situation to get revenge. He leaves, he genuinely does his best to leave her in as good a situation as possible. Dirt burb. <laughs> Dirt burb. Thank you for 10 memberships. Thank Holy fuck. Thank you so much. Oh my what? God. What? Thank you. That is incredibly kind. Merry Christmas. Yeah, that is remarkable. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. You guys. Um, and so yeah, Matt, Matt Damn. is just, Matt is a good person. Yeah. And even though he has been harmed by this woman, he is not going to harm her back. Matt is the best person. Matt, Matt is, Matt is the best character. <laughs> like not my favorite character to read. Um, he might be the one that Robert Jordan writes the best, uh, but I do think that Matt is the best, has the best heart 
in yeah. this series. Yeah. Which is going to be... I, I like. I really hope they find that on the show in season two. Yeah. I hope they find Matt's heart, because I think it's missing a bit in season one. Um, yeah. I think they play the version of Matt when he gets the dagger too early, before he gets the dagger. And I, I hope that they find... Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to lie. Without Matt, I don't think I would like this book series as much. Yeah, This oh, series sure. needs him. Yes. He is, he's a lot of the light. He's a lot of the morality. He's a lot of the, like... He's a lot of the reason to, to, to as a character, get invested in what is good about this world yeah. and why they should save it. Yeah. That doesn't come from a lot of the other characters, in my opinion. Yeah. It, 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 that side of the Wheel of Time is so rooted in Matt. I think it's why Path of Daggers is tough without him. Right. Yeah. Because the 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 book Absolutely. is missing this this really important spark that is really underpinning the like bonfire that is this series. Yeah. And I I just I, I I don't know I don't know if the wheel of time without Matt would be as beloved. I no I I agree a thousand percent. Um, it's moments like these that are just like that make this like kind of bleak world. <laughs> A little more manageable, right? Because mm -hmm. Matt, Matt's just trying to do right by everybody, even by the people who have wronged him. Yeah. And there, there's, there's something just really special about that. Not everybody, not everybody would do that. Yeah, people are saying levity. He, he, he definitely is funny. He definitely brings levity. But it's not just yeah. that. It's, it's about the like. It, it's, it's not just the comedy that he brings. It is the um, emotional brightness of his character. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, despite everything, yeah, it's it's yeah, Matt. It, Matt is truly like S tier character yeah, yeah. for me, and and I don't know if I put him like S tier when we did, because it was only book three or book four that we did our like ranking stuff. Like, uh, yeah, Matt is S tier forever for me. I like. I love him. Yeah, I, as a fantastic. character, I just I love Matt so much, which yeah. is why I get, which is why I think like the Thailand stuff bothers me more, and why like I'm so concerned about what this relationship with Tuan is going to be. Because he's so important to my enjoyment of these books, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm anxious about what it is going to look like for him to be in this relationship with this character who is a terrible person. Yeah. Uh, Perry Wolf, thank you for that super chat. Um, hearing Donald Finn talk, he read the books and sounds like he'll tap into Matt's character well. He's good. read the books. Good, good, good. That that makes me happy. Let's go. I'm excited for that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think that like Robert Jordan really gets into the whole like. Um, Thailand like grooming of it all mm -hmm. and I don't I don't necessarily know if there's room for that right I think that you have to have like that that these <coughs> moments are what they are because yeah. that's that's kind of just life you don't have a moment to you don't mm. have a moment to think about it especially when you're in the middle of this wild crazy escape yeah um but uh, I think that like there's a lot for us to really reflect on and that's um that's it's it's nice it's it's well done oh 100 he's yeah. he's honestly like as much as i think that perrin is the character who i feel like i relate to the most yeah um other than him being quiet and me not um i i don't feel like i relate to matt as much um but i wish that i was more like matt does that make sense yeah i get that i i'm not i i know that that's not who i am but i i wish that i had more of that in me and, and, you know, maybe that's something to endeavor to, right? And maybe I, I, you know, I think that that is a call in myself to bring more lightness in the world and not, you know, I, I feel like I, much like Perrin, I feel the weight of everything. And I think that that's why I relate to Perrin so hard is because I, yeah. I take everything on my shoulders. Yeah. And I, and you know that about me. Like, I, I, I'm very much a, if it needs to get done, even if it's not for me, I will get it done for other yeah. people. Um, and uh, I feel the pressure of that a lot. And yeah. 
I think that I I see something enviable in Matt in that I, I wish that I had that ability to show up for people and, and, and show empathy and kindness, but I'll also do it in a way that um, is just a little bit lighter on his feet than I do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hulkslayer, I'm going to say uh, no there. Tylan and Matt were not a couple. Tylan was grooming Matt as a sex slave. Uh, that is, he was, She wasn't grooming him. Raping and grooming, okay. <clears throat> no, she wasn't grooming him at all. There was no point where she was, like, nice to him when he was a child so that he grew up to love her. No, but the reason that he has these, like, feelings of, like, fondness towards her is because she, like, groomed him. Like, to, to, to be that's her, not like, what, That's not what grooming means. Grooming is a specific. Grooming is a specific thing where you take a where you take someone who is like a child and or you younger tr- than you and, and you like more naive. That's uh, like what nineteen twenty. Sure, but the, she never grooms him from the very beginning. There, she is. He never has a choice in anything. Yeah, and yeah. she doesn't like give him things to entice him. She mm-hmm. forces him at like that is not grooming. Grooming is when you like take a kid out for movies because their parents are busy, and so they like grow to like you so that at some point they don't understand what kind of relationship you have with them, okay. and and it gets confused, right? Because you you basically like set them up to love you for this relationship, and so in their head it is fully consensual, but they have not been a part of the process of it not being. They don't understand right, that right. they're naivety. Whereas That's with, Matt not with Matt, is not consensual at all. She has armed men dragging him back to her bed. That's not grooming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, grooming's awful. I, I'm not pro-grooming. I'm just saying, like, that's not what this is. <laughs> just to be clear. Like, we, we need to, we need to be, like, if we're going to use the language, we have to be specific about what it means. Yeah, fair enough. I, I think that, like, the, that Matt is, like, a good person, <laughs> and which is why, like, he doesn't wish ill on other people, but, like, they were not a couple. Um, uh, Yasmin Gazoo says, grooming is Damon and Rhaenyra. Uh, That's going to be a yes. Yeah, yeah. God, that show's complicated. Is it grooming if it's incest? Yes. Yes. Yes, Yes, it it is. is. Yes, it is. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, Like, Matt, like, breaking down and crying. (laughs) I will will never forget that moment. You know what I mean? Seriously. it's, 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 It's heartbreaking. And yet, Matt still tries to do good by people, and that is why he is such an S tier character. And yeah, 100%. I, I love him. Uh, so after he ties her up and leaves her under the bed, uh, he grabs his Ashandarai, mm-hmm. a weapon that I desperately want a replica of. I know, I, I want, want that on my wall. I want one for our collection so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we, for those of you who don't know, we collect weapons. Um, yeah. We have a, we have we have a, a modest four swords, a battle axe and seven lightsabers and an, a bow <laughs> and it's a fine. bow don't and worry about bow. it yeah, yeah yeah don't worry about it don't worry about it uh <laughs> if nicholas reed says if it's incest it's basically always grooming you know what fair yeah yeah unless, they're, point, unless you're the same age yeah yeah i don't yeah i think yeah. like there there has to be that either age or awareness yeah, like, yeah. the maturity yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that's the word. So they go downstairs. Then we get to uh, <clears throat> Tuan's Jackie Chan moment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that eggnog. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's she's sticky. Mm, she's sticky. Uh, so they 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 fight Tuan. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point, Solusha. So Matt Matt wins the fight barely, and he's about. Matt? Doesn't Matt win the fight? No, 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 no. Tuan wins the fight. His Matt's hip gives out. And Noel saves him. Noel wins no, the fight. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. Noel no, yeah, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. 
I, I, I was trying to skip ahead to uh, my favorite moment in this, where Solution shows up and is like, please don't hurt the daughter of the nine moons. <laughs> I will do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like a weird thing to yell out in that moment, to be like, I'm going to full title her. I'm going to uh, full title her. To which, nope, everybody's like, why did you just say her whole title? And Matt goes, and Matt is like, that's my wife. My wife. That's my, wait, everybody stop, that's my wife. And people are like, what the fuck people are like, you like, no, you can't about? say that. You can't say that. It's He's illegal. He's like, no, it's my wife. <laughs> Kidnapper. That's my wife. Kidnapper. Let's yeah. get out of here. We've yeah. got to kidnap my wife. Yeah. So so this is where it ends. It just ends here with Matt kidnapping his own wife, uh, who's not his wife yet. You can't, like, you yeah, can you're say, not like, married. future yeah. wife, but, like, you're not married yet. All right? You're not even engaged. Yeah. Chill. Mm-hmm. How do the how the fuck do they get her out? What do you, well, I, <laughs> we're going to find out. I, I, I know, because I think, I think the next book they're just going to have gotten through the gate. But, like, oh. how do they get the daughter of the... No one's going to notice them having one of the blood tied up in the back of the cart? Well, no, I guess they're going to, like, hide her under, like, sacks or something. Like, I don't know. Because here's the thing. Like, Aginan is of the blood, right? So people are not going to, like, question, like, look too hard into it. Uh, Eric that, Cohen, you, know, you know what? That's fair. That's Eric, fair. Welcome back to the nerd table. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, thanks for joining. Um, yeah, yeah. Yard. The Aginan of it all makes it yeah, much that's fair. more believable. But, yeah, I think that is going to be a read and find out for sure. I, I, I love that Solusha is so determined to be there for her that she's like you can kidnap me too i'll i'll do what you say yeah. as long as you don't hurt her i'm I will, coming i will be there to protect her no matter what and i love that matt's like that's my wife and tuan is like like what the fuck is going on here do you think that tuan has a prophecy like like do you think that tuan also knows that she's meant to marry a, a randlander or she thinks matt's just got the best ass she's ever seen because that is a plot point Maybe, maybe, maybe she intended to marry a lord of Randland. Like, maybe part of Tuan's idea of the return is that she was going to, like, take over and marry... Like, maybe her intention is to marry someone high up on this side of the world in order to, like, to marry into power on this. I feel... Okay. To me, it would feel like the blood would be, like almost like tainting themselves in that way. What do you mean? They made Tylen a member of the blood last chapter. Yeah, but they made Tylen a member of the blood. Like, I think that, like, they would, like, maybe, maybe if they made them a member of the blood. But, like, yeah, there's a very weird, like, what you are and aren't allowed to do within the assumption that I I definitely still don't understand. Uh, Michael, thank you for that super chat. Matt's fight, flight, marry, kill instinct is a little (laughs) rusty. (laughs) Uh, Fair. You know, how many times do you end up in that situation, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, uh, Baka Karn says, Lord is a little low in station for an empress. If you, yeah, maybe. I don't know that, I don't know that they care about that so much. I think she wants She's someone. She's not the of, empress. I, I think like, I think her idea of value versus what, like, a queen in Rainland's idea of value in a husband is probably very different, right? Yeah, but so, she's not the empress. We just know that she is, She's the daughter like, of the she, empress. We just know she's important. No, she's the heir to the throne. Matt screams it at her. I don't know how Matt knows that she's the heir to the throne. I don't know how Matt knows either. But that was the, weird. She's the heir to the crystal throne. I, I, I don't understand that. Like, does Matt know that or is he just guessing? No, she is. How? I don't know how Matt knows it. I, I do find that confusing. Did the Aelfin Aelfin tell him that? I just thought they said he would marry the daughter of the Nine Moons. Like, 
Yeah, I don't know. That was very confusing. Yeah, I don't really know where... Oh, maybe he... No. Oh, my God. Wait, no. Maybe one of his past lives, he was a Sanchin. You think so? Why not? He has memories from hundreds of past lives, right? He might have a memory of Sanchin-ness. Yeah, maybe that was just a memory, like, seeping through or something. But, yeah, I did find that very strange. I was like, how the fuck does he know... Um, and then she smiles and makes it fucking weird. She is my wife! <laughs> yeah, I love that Solution's like, you can't say that. You cannot. Um, and he doesn't care. He's my wife! I will not harm your mistress. Does he say? I don't know. What do you mean? I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, heir to the Sanchin throne. How, yeah, how yeah. does the fuck does Matt know that? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Springy yes. says Matt has been living in a Sanchin occupied city for weeks. Yeah, but they wouldn't be talking about the Daughter of the Nine Moons because they're trying to keep it a secret that she's there, right? Yeah, this is the first time Daughter of the Nine Moons has been said. Otherwise, Matt would have heard about it, right? Like, like I, I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the answer being, oh, it's something he heard off page in the last few. Weeks. No, no, that feels that, that feels, feels weird to too me. contrived. I think Robert Jordan is better than that. Um, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that. I, him just hearing it, I don't know. I, I don't love that. No, no, no. It's got to be something That's else. A, that is a weird explanation in my view of how he found out. I, I would prefer it be his past lives. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. The, the, I feel like that does Robert Jordan a disservice to be like, oh, yeah, you heard about it maybe somewhere by somebody. Like, but that is the end of Matt. That is. They they gallop off into the sunset. Um but yeah, the whole... Oh, actually, I guess he's been asking about the daughter. Yeah, yeah, no. I actually like Psysax. He's been asking about the daughter of the nine moons all over the place. I actually... That does kind of make sense, right? I thought... He's been asking about it for books. At some point, one of the thoughts would be like... No, he only asks the women that he fucks. He's like, wait, daughter of the nine moons? And they're like, no. And then he like has sex with them. I didn't think he was like going around being like, has anyone heard of the daughter of the nine moons? Like, hmm. that, that, I don't know. That seems strange. Typhonist, thank you for joining the Nargs. <gasps> Welcome uh, back to the Nerd Table. Matt doesn't have memories before the Trolloc Wars and after Arthur Hawkwing, so he can't have been a Sanchin? Right. I don't think that's true. Yeah, no, no. He His memories are like, his past lives have been like more spread out. There hasn't been anything from the past, like since the, since Arthur Hawkwing's time. That's why he remembers the, like, geography of places different and things had different names entirely. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah, his past lives go back way further, I believe. All right. Well, that's the end of Matt for this week. Y'all, we're done with him. We'll see you in... I don't know. Crossroads of Twilight is the next book. Hopefully, dear God, please. He better be in that. We'll see him on the cot. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that'll be... Oh, my God. We're not going to read about Matt again until 2023. We could go no, because we can't. We have to do the, the full book, book recap. recap. I was like, we could go start we reading. Can, we can read. We can read about him on New Year's Eve. Okay. We'll do. We'll do a casual New Year's Eve read. We might have to plug that computer in soon. No, we're doing. We're doing a New Year's Eve stream. I don't know what that's going to be, but oh yeah, we'll figure that out, and we'll let you. We'll let people know. All right, gotta plug the computer back in. So, so if the fan starts going again, I'm sorry. Um. The Finn memories are, and his other memories are all from Minethrin. Philip, that's not true, though. Because not he... all of no, them. No, 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 that, that's not true. Because he has the memories of the sea folk. Yeah. So they, they can't all be from Minethrin. 
He he has like no, intimate, they're not all. He has intimate knowledge of, of the seafolk the seafolk culture yeah. that can't have been from a Randland life. So I think it is entirely possible that he has seafolk memory that he has Sancho memories. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Eric, welcome back to the nerd table. Eric Runge, thank you for that. Uh, the portal never crossed the ocean, so no memories from Sanchen. I don't know what that means. The portal. You mean like the, I don't know what the, portal the is. flicker flicker? Flicker flicker is not where he has the memories from. That's not from. where he got the memories from. He got the no. memories from the Elfin people. Yeah. Well, you know In what? Ruidian. We will read and we will find out. Yeah. Um, R-A-F-O. Rand. Is that the golden wheel? We're in formatting again. Yeah. And he's still trying to kill some of those dirty, dirty Ashaman boys. Uh, Y'all, yep. you're like, you're an hour and a half in and you're like almost through all the chapters. Yeah, we're leaving a lot of time for the final chapter. There's going to be lots. Yeah, we're trying We're trying to push through a little bit because uh -huh. the stuff we want to talk about is, is the end. Actually, yeah. before we get into Rand, uh, how do you feel, uh, just quickly, how do you feel about the end of Matt Starline for this book? Uh, it's great. I, I think that like... Um, it kind of gets a little bit overshadowed by the finale, uh, but like I, I, I liked where it ended off. I, I liked the reveal. Um, I, I think that having Matt have these emotional moments and like by freeing people and kind of like stirring shit up, like yeah. I, I think that there's a lot there that was was great. Can I can I be honest about something? Yeah. I really wish chapter fourteen wasn't in this book. I would cut the entirety of chapter 14. What's chapter 14? It's the chapter where Tuan is on the boat and we get the like daughter of the nine moons and we're like, oh my God, that's the woman Matt's going to marry. I wish you take, I honestly, I'm saying cut that whole chapter because all of the domain information in that chapter is in Belthamine's chapter later anyway. That's true. You cut, you don't have to do all that information twice. And the daughter of the nine, moon, nine moons moment happens for us and Matt at the same time. As opposed to spending all of that time with Tuan already knowing what the reveal was. So when Matt finds out, we're like, yeah, you idiot. Yeah. I just wish chapter 14 wasn't in the book. That's fair. Because finding out that... I, I wish that we found out with Matt that Tuan was the daughter of the Nine Moons. Yeah. Instead of finding out so much earlier than him. Huh. I, yeah, I didn't think about that, but that actually... That, that would have been that would have been fun. I, I, I would have preferred it that way. But Yeah, no, that's fair. I think, yeah, having that moment of being like, whoa, at the same time as Matt would have had a little, uh, would have been more, like, connected, as opposed to us knowing way before him, but... Yeah. Yeah. Nicodemus, you're not catching the tailwind. We're only halfway through. <laughs> yeah, don't you worry about that. Uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, I like it. Nemsi says it's operating as dramatic irony. It is operating as dramatic irony, but there's no, there, but there's nothing, there's no drama to it. Yeah. Like, we just know that Tuan's like following him around and that's it. Like, we already know that Matt is marrying the daughter of the nine moons. So we already have enough dramatic irony for the scene to play out in a fun way. Yeah. It, it's dramatic irony without any payoff, really. Whereas I feel like if you reveal that information along with Matt, like I don't think knowing that Tuan is the daughter of the Nine Moons makes it the fact that she's stalking him more interesting because we also don't know why. So I, I, yeah. I don't feel like it's a good use of dramatic irony. It is dramatic irony. I just don't think it's a particularly strong use of the concept. Um, and I think that it robs us being able to have a moment with our protagonist character of this section where we get to feel like we're on the journey with him because of it. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's fair. It, yeah. Daughter of the Nine Bill, <laughs> Bill Mummies? What? what? I don't know. Pie Pepper guy's just posting some <laughs> shit. I don't know what that means. Um. <clears throat> uh, all right. So, Rand is, um, Rand is, like, listening in. He's trying to find 
these boys who the tried boys. to kill him. Yeah, and then he gets a letter. <laughs> he does. He gets a letter. And Min is like, it's a trap! And Rand is like, yeah, but it's not a trap if you know it's a trap. And I was like... It's still a trap. Well, that's that really... Ha okay, sure. Whatever you say, Dragon Reborn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I also love that Pat and Fane is just writing Rand love letters now. Uh, I guess you could call it a love letter. In Pat and Fane's mind, I think it is. I think that in it his... Pr he probably sees it that way. Yeah, because he, he sees it as the only real battle here is him and Rand. There's no, yeah. uh, there's no one else. He does not give a shit about anything else. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So they um. <laughs> oh so my gosh. they basically that that's all that really happens in this chapter. They basically just talk about mm -hmm. uh, the girls went out with Cad Swain. They hung out. Um, and and we get to the reveal that Nynaeve now has uh, that Cad Swain knows what the Terangriel that Nynaeve has are. Yeah. And Nynaeve has what is called a well. And I was like, why would you? I, this this must be important to the to the rest of this book because why would you introduce this new kind of terangrail this late in the game? Spoiler alert! <clears throat> Spoiler alert! It's, it's, it's immediately important. important. Yeah, uh huh. We need it um, immediately. Push this away from the mic. I know. I think that that might help. I know. I don't know why the fan is like Plastic. that loud. I know it's egregious. Sorry, y'all. We're doing our best. Hopefully that helps. Um, Pen pain is thirsting for Rand. That is true. Yes, very thirsty. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the whole it's 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 a trap, but it's not a trap because we know it's a trap and we suspect that it's a trap. Uh, it's that's silly. But the, the but Rand has a conversation with Varen, and Varen is like, "Look, if you apologize and you go to and you go to Ketswain and say you're gonna behave, she'll be your advisor." Which like, but whatever. It is what it is. This is this the this Ketswain Rand relationship sucks. It's not good. It doesn't make any sense, and uh, yes, Cat Swain does something at the end of this book, but like this, this is another moment of her being like, "Well, you know, Cat Swain is very traditional, so you have to do whatever she says because." And I'm like, "Fuck!" I just like, be, like Rand isn't a child, and Cat Swain isn't the only adult in the room. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cat mm -hmm. Swain, it's I don't. Yeah. She gets significantly better after this conversation. Yes, yes, exactly. And to be fair, this is like from like Varen. This is coming from Varen, so like whatever. Um, but yeah, we we have uh, we have some new uh, we have some new toys for the Aes Sedai. We do. Um, yes. So we have Wells. Uh, we find out that Nynaeve um, has uh, Angriels and a well. Yeah. Oh, and she has she has a she has a bracelet that can block fireballs. Yeah, we yeah. don't find that it out like until the fight, but dissipates or like unweaves or like dissolves in some manner, mm -hmm. uh, which was very cool. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a bit later on. And uh, she has a ring with a pale green stone that can detect someone channeling. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's funny. As soon as I read this, that there was like a belt. For those of you who have read Aragon. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, that idea wasn't unique. God damn it. Because <laughs> that's one of the, one of my things that I love about Aragon is the idea that, like, gemstones can hold, like, life energy and, mm -hmm. and life force. Um, and I was like, wow, that's, like, so cool. And there's, like, the belt that, um, uh, that has 12 diamonds in it. Yeah. That can mm -hmm. store a lot of energy. Now, it is slightly different, right? It's not that there's, like, a source that, like, gets shut off, but you can access it where things are, like, shut off. It is just extra, like, energy to make you more powerful, like, yeah. a Dangra. But the fact that it was, like, a belt was just, like, very funny to me. I was like, oh, I, I see where that came from. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Uh, Nemsi says, wait, you don't like Varen? No, I love Varen. I, I don't like Cat Swain. And this conversation about Cat Swain with Varen, I don't like. But yeah. that's not Varen's fault. It's the fact that Cat Swain sucks. I don't have my Cat Swain sucks shirt with me in Calgary, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean that Cat Swain doesn't suck. <laughs> I want to be very clear about that. Of course. Of course. Uh, so he gets this letter. I know who you are and I wish you well. But I also wish you gone from formatting. The Dragon Reborn leaves death and destruction where he steps. I know why you are here too. You killed Rachaid and Kismin also is dead. Torval and Gedwin are taking the top floor above a bootmaker named Zaram on Blue Carp Street, just above the Ilian Gate. Kill them and go and leave formatting in peace. So, uh, Patton Fane just loves formatting, I guess. He just... Just has, like, the, the welfare of formatting in his heart, you know? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. Rand, Rand shouldn't be here. This is for the sake of the people. Did um, you did you immediately know that this was Pat and Fane? I thought that that was, like, kind of the more obvious choice, because we know that Fane, like, killed... I mean, we were kind of... It's implied that Fane, with his, like, poison dagger, killed... Interesting. Uh, I thought it was Demandred. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought Demandred was leading Rand into a trap. Or it was Master Tame. I thought it was going to be one of the two. Oh, um, gotcha. Okay. I thought I thought it was going to be uh, either a Forsaken or... I, I think Master Tame at this point is basically a Dreadlord, right? I think that's what they were called in the Age of Legends. Yeah, so I guess so. I, I, I did not assume Padden Fane. Um, just because, I, I, in my mind, if Padden Fane knew where he was, Padden Fane would attack him. He, you know, Padden Fane's never been really, like, uh, one to stand back. He kind of rushes forward and just stabs. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely was more on the, like, oh, it's either Demandred or the Mahile. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, but it wasn't. Uh, and so Lan is like, all right, we're going to go do bro stuff. Uh, we're going to go kill those boys. And Nynaeve goes with them. And uh -huh. Min doesn't because Min is like, no, this is dumb. <laughs> and guess what? It was dumb. Yeah, yeah. I love that they thought that Nynaeve, like, using the one power in the middle of a city that you can't use the one power in wouldn't draw attention. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially because, well, actually. Like, get no, a ladder. Nynaeve, no, Nynaeve never went to the palace, so she didn't see the channeling detector. Did she not? No, because she's not with Catswain. She, she, she came in with Rand. So she doesn't know about the big disc of anti-channel detection. Oh, yeah, I guess she doesn't know about that. And no, but they've been spending time with Cad Swain yeah. over the past couple days. So I guess maybe she didn't know about it, but she should have. Yeah, and so uh, they go to the bootmaker. Uh, they do a little scoping out. Rand buys a meat pie from a guy to ask the quality of the character of the bootmaker because he likes when his shoes are made by nice people who aren't suspicious. Yeah, that's not suspicious at all. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. So they go behind the bootmaker. And Nynaeve, like, lifts them up. With the power. With the power. Couldn't have found a ladder, but that's fine. Well, no, that would be more suspicious. This is much faster. Um, but I just, I found this so funny because I was like, wow, this, this, it's the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, this alley must be super discreet. But then Nynaeve goes down. At, at one, once they're up... Nynaeve goes down to the end of the alley and is, like, looking at beads at some, like, seller's place and is, like, peeking down the alley to see if they're there. And I'm like, this alley cannot be that discreet. Like, uh, yeah, I guess I guess it's not. This whole... I, I just found this whole plan very funny. So they end up in the attic. Um, uh, much like a, a movie we watched last night, Violent Night, 
reaction coming on Christmas Day. Enjoy that. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> um, that's right. We got two Christmas reactions. Klaus mm. tomorrow and Violet Night on Sunday. It's going to be crazy. Uh, happy holidays. And so Rand and Lan, they, they get in, they get in the attic, and they're looking down. And what what's down there? Dead bodies. Yeah. And so rather than leaving immediately because there's dead bodies. They decide to investigate. I guess. No, it makes sense because Rand, Rand sees Pat and Fane, right? And Rand, Rand does not want Pat and Fane to get away. Yeah. Which, which makes sense, right? Pat and Fane gave him one of the wounds that never heals. Yeah. He's a source of evil in the world. He's someone that has to be destroyed. He fucked up the two rivers. And, you know, he, he's got, got to get payback for that. Here's my question for you, though. I, I feel like Pat and Fane made a big mistake here in that he laid a trap, which was that Rand and Lan were going to have to fight the Ashaman. And I thought Pat and Fane was going to, or I, I well, I, I thought it was going to be Demandred, but now that I know it's Pat and Fane, I thought, in my, in my mind, I'm like, Pat and Fane, you have them fight each other, and then you get them at the end when they're tired, right? But Pat and Fane leaving the dead bodies there, like, there, there, there's no, there's nothing for them to be distracted by. Suddenly, mm -hmm. they get to fight Pat and Fane straight up. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if Pat and Fane knew that they were, like, on their way, like, that they were so close. He sent them a letter saying where they were. No, no, no. I mean um, the for, the dark friends, the Ashaman. Oh, you think he was like chilling there, waiting for Rand, and they came home first? Yeah. Ooh. I think maybe the timing just didn't work out in his favor. That, uh, that makes sense. Vi Father Jerusalem says Violent Night looks so awful. I can't wait, yo. Violent Night's one of my favorite movies of the year. No joke. It's it so was good. Much better than I expected. It for is sure. As long as you're, as long as you're okay with violence and gore, it's so fucking good. Violent yeah. Night, literally top five movie of the year for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm not like that's not a joke. You'll see in the reaction. I fucking loved it. It's yeah. so fucking good. I do think that like Fane was kind of just like I think Fane when it. I think Fane is clever when it comes to manipulating other people. I think that Fane loses it a little bit when it comes to Rand. Because of that mm -hmm, weird, mm -hmm. like, pull connection that he has, I think that it leaves him a little, like, um, almost, like, nonsensical. Like, he, he loses it a little bit when he's, like, near Rand or when it's about Rand. I just I just wanted Rand to spin around and have Pain come on him from behind. Wow. Pain. I saw that from chat. We're never going to live that one down. That mm -hmm. one is going to be eternal that, I, that will live on in our hearts <laughs> i might have missed it does do, does land kill riotin excuse me um the the i felt like the pov was so folk maybe someone in chat caught it the sword the heron marked yeah yes he does yes. he does kill him i mean it's not it's not like i saw him kill him it's that land walked through cleaning his sword and so it's clear who won that dance Cool. So yes. Cool, 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 cool. Yes, cool, cool, cool. it is cool, very. Cool, 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 it is cool. yeah. It. I'm glad Rand. I'm. Or I'm glad Lan is still undefeated. Yeah. Best Lan boy. undefeated. Best boy. Best boy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. And his stupid. So yeah, they. Sword. They. Uh, Pat and Fane escapes again because can't kill Pat and Fane, I guess. Uh, and they get back up to the roof, and then Lan slips. An un an uncommon slip from Lan. Menethrin Mandragoran. Ma there you go. Yep. Uh, and he falls, and Rand c catches him, and they're they're hanging, just two bros hanging out until they fall, and um, just hanging out. Um, and then there's a oh bunch boy. of soldiers, so they get taken captive. Yeah. 
Yeah, in uh, in the place where you definitely don't want to get taken captive. You fucked up. Yeah, they put Rand in a box. And here's what sucks about this, right? Because now we know Patton Fane would have killed the Ashaman anyway. So I guess Riotin's dead. There's one less bad Heronmark Blademaster out in the world. That's but, nice. But, you know, Rand doesn't get a lot out of this, and he gets uh, he gets to be put into his PTSD yes. hole. Yes, the wind does not come until the end of the book. This is this is definitely yeah. was was a bit of an L for, for, for yeah. Rand. But uh, it all works kind out. Kind of, though. But here's the problem, is that, kind of, again, it's like Rand, but still the two Ashaman are dead and Riotin's dead. So, like, Padden Fane got away. I also don't think Rand is going to be be able to be the one who kills Padden Fane because of the wound. No, I think he's he going to kill like, Padden Fane and the wound will go away when Padden Fane dies. No, but he can't even, like, get, stay on his feet around him because mm. the wound is so awful. Like, I, I genuinely think that someone else is going to have to take care of Fane, and I don't know who that's going to be, but it just seems like Rand is a little fucked when it comes to Pat and Fane, you know? Ooh, uh, Ildrum says they also later refer to three murders. No, but isn't the third murder the black-boated body of... Oh, that's why I, that's why I miss it, because when I read the three murders line, I thought it meant the two in the building and, um, Cassina? Rush, Rush, wrote. Um, what was his name? Torum? No, I was thinking, I wasn't thinking, I was thinking of, um, Kismin, not Kasim. God, I'm so fucking dyslexic. Um, Kismin, uh-huh. that's who I was thinking of, was gotcha. the third murder. I wasn't thinking of Riotin, but that makes sense. Yeah, so I guess they are definitely all dead. Which is good. It's good. It's that's, How, that's how did Penfane escape, though? Hundreds of people fucking coming down on Wiley. him. I don't know. Do you think that he has some ability to travel? Not travel, but I have a feeling he, like... Almost has like a gray man like. Mm, he like, can definitely use the ways, and I think that that's how he's getting around right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he just seems to be very good at going unnoticed somehow. So. <laughs> no, see, I hear someone in formatting started up a true crime podcast about the murders. Wait, can we get only murders in formatting? Only murders in formatting. A spinoff of the Steve uh, Martin Martin Short oh, Selena Gomez show. I love that. I love that for us. That is so funny. Uh-huh. An investigative report on the murders in formatting is such a funny idea. Like, it would be such a huge project. Oh, yeah. And it would be expensive. But, like, God, that is that is so funny. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So... I've uh, never, never listened to a true crime podcast, so, I, yeah. Um, I have Dr. Death. It fucked me up. Oh, I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's about yeah, no, the, it's yeah. about a spinal surgeon who, um, oh, I guess it doesn't matter if this is off- offline, if that's still online. Um, yeah, it's, it looks like we're still. Yeah, we're good. Um, CSI formatting. That's very funny. But the, the problem is that there would only be like one episode every like three years. Yeah, that is okay. It, it seems like it's fine now. That was weird. I, I was worried that we, we, we lost we lost him for a sec, but I think we're okay. Yeah, and so um, Nynaeve is outside, and the girls catch up to her. Cat Swain is like, you, you dum-dums. You fucked up. You channeled in format. Really? Yeah. Really? And yeah. she's like, I didn't know that it would be a problem. It's like, well, fuck. Okay. I mean, you kind of maybe should have known. Oh, Nynaeve. Um, yeah. You think you're smarter than everybody, and you're not. Granted, Cat Swain also thinks that, and she's also not, but whatever. We'll get to that. Uh, so we cut to Rand. Uh, Rand is in a box, and it's not good. 
He's losing it I, a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I thought Rand was going to go full mad here. Me too. I was like, oh, this is the moment. Yeah. This is the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Putting Rand in a box like this is a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's I thought... He's fine, though. Like, I, weirdly, he's, he's fine. fine. He's fine. But I definitely thought that this was going to go far worse yeah. than it did. Um, I was really freaked out here. Yeah. Although, yeah. actually, we haven't seen... No, you know what? He might not be. We have. We, I think we won't know till next book how he is doing. Because I think Fair. that in the final chapter, he's so he has a goal, and then he's just channeling the whole time. So we don't really get a lot of perspective of him for the rest of the book. Yeah. So I do wonder, like, how much sex Min is going to have to have with him to, like, bring him back to reality. But... If anyone can do it, she can. Yeah, I'm know? thinking that he's fine because his actions in the final chapter aren't madness. They make sense. But the more I think about it, actually, they're, they're, we don't really get a lot of his emotional perspective. We really only get his, like, we have to do this thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think... I think that that's going to be a, definitely a problem in the next book, but we yeah. don't get to we don't get to really see it at all at the end of this one. Yeah, reading... he just gets he does the thing that he has to get done, and that's mm-hmm. it. Reading this chapter is brutal. He's yeah. like Rand is not in a good place mentally, and I, I just I don't know that there's going to be a therapist in Randland who can help him with it. No, I, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so basically, Cat Swain is like, all right, so we're going to get Rand out. Don't worry. And she basically walks up to yeah. the leader, queen, whatever. The, count, the 13 counts. Yeah, yeah. Basically walks up to her and is like, I'm gonna, you're oh, going to let Rand go. She keeps being like, I, I hate to have to break this woman. And I was like, oh my God, Cat uh, Swain is just going to bully her again. Spank her. And I was like, a prepare, I was like preparing my eye roll. Right? Yeah. I was like, oh my god, she's just gonna be a brute. And then she's not. And it was nice. It was nice to see Cat Swain use another tactic. I like actually was like, yes, let's go. Yeah. Cat Swain tried something different. Granted, she does break she breaks all of formatting basically with her actions here. But it's not yeah. it's not straight up bullying. It's more creative and more intelligent than that. And I I was like, fuck yeah, Cat Swain, let's go. This is actually like this is what I this is the kind of like crafty manipulative moves i want her to make because this makes her seem more intelligent she has a goal she uses what she wants to get it done as opposed to she hurts the least amount of people to do it yes yeah as opposed to her previous actions where are you gonna come and say hi i'm ready all right (laughs) everyone before we get into the final chapter my mom's gonna come say hi here you guys sit i'll just disappear for a second (laughs) oh oh, say hello i'm in david's chair oh Oh, yeah yeah yeah. this way it's fine it's fine Say say hello. Merry Christmas, this is my everyone. mom. Book club. <laughs> She's like the, the one who overpoured the room. Happy Wheel of Time. Yes, very strong. <laughs> I say Taishar. 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 There you go. <laughs> Thank you for supporting um, the babes. They love it so much. They love their community. They talk about you all all the time. These are all That's of our true. friends. <laughs> yeah, <Hello>, friends. <laughs> Nice to see you. Yeah. Okay. Merry Christmas. Thanks for letting Have us a good one. take over <laughs> your, your basement. Yeah, thank you for letting us, like, turn this room into a studio for the week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. All right. Bye, Mom. Thank you for the rum. Uh, that was a nice little diversion. Mostly rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm struggling with it. I'm, I'm, I'm helping. I know. Thank you. Um, I'm a little drunk though. <laughs> that was that. This was basically just like that probably two ounces of rum. rum. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. And I just haven't uh, eaten anything, so it's like going to my head really fast because of the lights. That's why I'm taking it real slow. Uh, Michael, thank you for that super chat. Um, yeah. Yes. We yeah. love we love Nerdy's mom. She's the best. Yeah, we're we're fans. We're fans. We're fans. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. So 
We have, uh, yeah, Ket Swain. Ket Swain has a, her own little well. And Nynaeve has a well. And so she, while Elias is like, yeah, we're not going to do that. And then Ket Swain is like, yeah, but I have Ashaman. And then Ket Swain channels. But she's allowing everyone in the room to think that it's the Ashaman. Because people aren't really scared of Aes Sedai because of the three oaths. But everyone is scared of the Ashaman. Yeah. So... She channels and she just, all she does is pull the circlet off of her head, floats it onto the ground. Yeah. And then when Elias is like, then Nynaeve uses her power as well and floats it back onto her head. Yeah. And that little and gesture. That's, it. that's, that's all, all they took. Need. All it took. That little gesture is all they needed for uh, the the first council to go, fuck. <laughs> exactly. Take him, please leave. Just just get the fuck Take out of formatting. Get just out. please leave. Never come back. Ian Flynn, thank you for that. Never come back here again. Thank you for that super chat. Hi, Shark Calgary. Yeah, yeah. She's she's the best. Um, <laughs> Nerdy's mom to explain Hilo. Oh, that's funny. Uh, I wish the camera cord was longer. I'd run upstairs and show you guys the dining room table where we did Hilo at. Yes, where the Hilo was born. And so um, Rand is freed. Sometimes when we finish books, I go look at like reviews of the books. Because I'm curious what how people feel about them. Yeah. And I read an interesting review that was like, I really wanted to like the end of Winter's Heart, but I didn't love that Rand basically suffers consequences for his actions and then is just immediately saved so quickly in the next chapter, only to fight another battle. Mm. And I, I do kind of get that. I feel like the, the, this has happened twice now um, in the battle where Panfane wounds him yeah. into fighting Samael. So two books ago. And then the, the the end of this book has kind of the same structure as that. Um, of the like, Rand is going to have this big fight where he gets wounded. and But don't worry, it doesn't matter in the final chapter. Yeah. yeah. You know, he talks about how tired he is and he still goes and beats um, Samael in that chapter. That There is a little bit of that here and I can understand that complaint. I didn't feel that as much. Um, but reading that, I was like, yeah, there, there is sort of a weird thing to there. I get that. Yeah, there's something there, there. It didn't, yeah, it didn't really stick out to me, but, like, I I, I do understand. If you feel that way, I do get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, um, yeah and so we cut to chapter 35 with the chode and call. My, it's it's our favorite chode, the one-of-a-kind chode. <laughs> yes, yes, it is a one-of-a-kind chode. Uh, we start with Rand. Uh, they're on the bridge. They're leaving. Mm -hmm. They get, uh, they get to pass weapons checks without having their weapons checked because the councils just want them gone. Burn them from the records. Yeah. Forget their faces. They were never here. They were ne never, never here. Which definitely helps them. Yeah. Uh, Opal, thank you so much. Happy Festivus, guys. Thank you. Uh, I'm really glad you're doing what you're doing every week. I never miss book club, even if this is the first one I've made it to live. Welcome to a live book Welcome. club. Opal, we appreciate that super chat. Thanks yeah, so much. Yeah, thank you for being here and, and happy holidays. Uh, and so they, they cross the bridge. They get out of town really quick. Mm -hmm. They go into the woods and Rand is like, I left Kalendor here on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that I found that a little bit silly. It's the most powerful uh, thing on the planet, but I, I just left it on the ground here. Yeah, but I would. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. It needed to be there. I guess. I'm like Rand, you have like 20 castles. Like he, the, it's just because he can travel. He could have put it anywhere. Here's the thing: in a random bush is it's not likely going to be found. But I, I, yeah. I just thought it was funny. I was like, he could have just, he could have just gone back to Tyr and just put it back in the stone. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's but just. But no, he, he, they gave it to Narishma. Oh no, I'm saying they could have gotten, they, they could have gotten it back from anywhere. 
Oh. But because we didn't see him, we didn't see him go into formatting. He could have left Kalendor literally anywhere on the planet. Yeah. But he left it, like, within a walk of the gate. Just... Yeah. It was fine. It just, oh, it made, just me it made me chuckle. Yeah, it made me I was laugh. Like, Alright, fine. I was like, I guess, yeah, you can put it wherever. You're the Dragon Reborn. You get to do whatever yeah. you want, I guess. Um, it was buried. I know, but it, it's the most powerful. Like... <laughs> it, yeah. It's still not something that you just, like, leave lying around. You know? Yeah. I, that would give me anxiety, for sure. I would not be able to stop thinking about that if I just left it He just is, somewhere. He is a man who could, who has safe spaces he can leave things. And I just thought it was really funny that he left it in, like, the most... Uh, let the man bury place. his sword in the bush if he wants to. And within walking Agreed. distance of... Mm-hmm. Formatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's fine. Because everyone's like, where the fuck are we going? And he's like, oh no, I left Calendor in this bush over here. We gotta get, go get Calendor, and then we're gonna go to Shadar Lagoth, because <laughs> why not? Because I'm just... going to cure the taint. Yeah. I, so... Yeah. What And what better place to do it, I guess. And Ketsuane doesn't try and stop him. No, no. Everyone's Ketsuane on board. is like, all right. All right, shall we Shall we talk about the this battle? I, guys, it might take us the rest of the... the we're at, at two hours now. It might take us an hour to get through this. It probably will. Because, like, yeah. there's... Yeah. Oh, my God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Yeah, sorry, eight, we nine, arrived at Smut Corner 11, early. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. There are 20 point of views in this chapter. Now, some of them are the same, but yeah. Yeah, I think... um, Well, 20 POV shifts in yes, this chapter. Yes, yes, yes. I... Th- I really liked the chaotic nature of the switching POVs here. I thought that it enhanced this I, battle a lot. I agree. The first time it happened, I was kind of like, the fuck? But then I understood it. My one quibble with it is uh-huh. that I didn't always know who was who on yeah. the opposite side. Yeah. Um, and some of these Aes Sedai, we did, like, some of these Aes Sedai, I don't know well enough to care about their sadness. <laughs> Does Fair. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I know, like, the one girl, um, the one, uh, Eben dies. And I don't really know Eben that well. And his, Aisa dies sad about it because they're in love or, or they're bonded or whatever. Even though she's but a dark I don't, friend? I don't know her, so I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and she's a dark friend, which yeah. we learned. There's a lot of reveals, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Rand mm-hmm. opens a gateway a few miles north of Shadar Lagoth on a hill. And everyone pours out. He gets ready to channel... Mm-hmm. And he gives Nynaeve the uh, female chode uh, so that he has the male chode. Um, uh, as you do, as one does. Uh, and uh, Cat Swain proves why she is Cat Swain Sedai. Yes. She gets everybody ready, right? She she pairs people up. Oh, Katarina, thank you for so much for the chat. Katarina, thank you. Only because I'm sick and home from work that I could catch the live show. Looking forward to listening to the audio reaction after this. Katarina, thank you for that super chat. I'm sorry that you're feeling sick, but we are happy to have you here. And I hope you're sick on many Friday mornings in the future. Wow. Um, sick. Sick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, Ked Swain teams people up. Uh, she sends Olivia to Nynaeve to get the Tarangrils and Angrils from uh, Nynaeve. Yeah, because Nynaeve's not going to need them, right? Yeah, and Olivia isn't going to be uh, in any of the circles. Everyone is getting nope. circled up into teams. To Olivia link. is her own circle because she's a fucking badass. Well, and she's... Olivia is a trained... Like, of, of the people there, Olivia's the only trained fighter. Um, some of them are greens, but yeah. But not but but not in the same way, right? Like Sure, for Olivia sure. Olivia knows... Olivia is more dangerous a combatant than mm-hmm. any green in the White Tower, right? Yeah. 
partially because she can be. She's not she's not held back by the oaths at all. Yeah. Um which gets into like a weird question that we had in the um in the reaction, mm-hmm. which is if an Aes Sedai who is held by the oaths links with an Ashaman, can that Ashaman use her power to fight someone who isn't a dark friend? We don't know. Uh, Ariza, thank you for that super chat. We appreciate it. Um, a message redacted. You, you, you got it. I'm thank sh- you for that redacted uh, super chat. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, that I don't know. Can they use, yeah, can, can they be involved in a circle? If And can they be in control of it or can they not be in control of it? Like, it's, I have questions um, yeah. that I don't think we, like, really got answered. Be, because that could be very important for the final battle. Yeah. That could be huge. If the Aes Sedai can't really fight everybody, but they can link up with Ashaman they're bonded to, and the Ashaman can use their power to fight people, right? Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if the Ashman is, is holding the circle, then I, I mean, guess they the can difference, still use the, the power. Guys, the difference between Olivia and the rest is that she's 600 years old and has been putting down rebellions for 600 years. That is true, yes. She has been a weapon attuned to putting down rebellions that involve other domains. She's the only person there who has fought other channelers for 600 years. Like, Cat Swain has, like, overpowered some male channelers in her time, sure. Yeah. But none of them have fought in a war the way that Olivia has for her, like... For uh, over a half a millennium. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Olivia has the upper hand here for sure. Um, but Cat like, kind of takes charge and, like, delegates. Olivia and... might be more experienced than any of the Forsaken. Because they were asleep for those 3,000 years. We don't actually know how old any of them were when they were put to rest. Yeah. Right? That's why Olivia holds her fucking own against... Yeah. <laughs> fucking... Okay, let's get into it. Let's so, get into it. First, yeah. first point of view. So, uh-huh. so Na- Rand and Nynaeve start to channel. Um... And basically, his plan is to squeeze Psy Din through a tube that spurts off the taint to the side and then shoot the taint off of the tube to Shadar Lagoth so that Mashadar and the taint fight each other so that they kill each other, cleansing the taint off of Psy Din. Now, why he thinks this is going to work... I have no fucking clue. No idea. But God, is but it a it, fucking cool but it's, concept? It's fucking rad. Yes. Yeah. I it's like, so cool. I do not know how you came to this conclusion, but I'm here for it. So, like, Sidar is the tube that you squeeze Sidin through so that the taint gets thrown at the Mashadar so that those things fight. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love that it's um, the moment from uh, the Brian Cranston Godzilla movie when Ken, uh, Ken Watanabe is his name, right? He, like, walks out. <laughs> And I just picture him being Cat Swain in this moment. And, like, Mashadar and the Taint are, like, punching each other in the face. And he's like, let them fight. Sure. It's a cool moment. Godzilla's about to go fight the Mutos. And he's like, let them fight. It's one of the best lines uh, in that whole film. And that's what I pictured in the Mashadar-Taint fight here. I love it. Uh, Rantamore, thank you for that super chat. Olivia is a grade-A baddie. That is correct. Grade-A baddie. She's a baddie. She's She's also 600. So, like, and probably a virgin. Uh, 600's a weird time to lose your virginity, but, like, you know, hey, it's never too late. Yeah, it happens yeah. to all of us, yeah. mostly. Um, and, you know, you know she would fuck. She's going to fuck, like, crazy. Because she's been so repressed her whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once she realizes. It's going to be like a, it's going to be like a, um, when, um, the, uh, what are they called? The, the, uh, it's not Ashaman. Um. The Amish? The Amish. Thank you. When Amish go on Rumspringa. Yeah, and they yeah, do, yeah. like, crystal meth for a week. 
you know, and because the, 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 they go, get out of that oppression and they go so far and the other side. And they can do whatever they want. Yeah, Olivia's yeah. going to, like, find, like, She's the red light fuck. district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Olivia's going to try every drug. She's going to drink every drink. Yeah. Like, she's about to live the best three weeks of her life. Yeah, I'm excited for Olivia. Yeah. She needs her own room, Springer. Uh, Topher, thank you for that super chat. The genesis of this idea of how the two wounds fight cancel one another out. They don't seem to cancel each other. They seem to just cause him pain together. Oh, you're saying that he got the idea for how to do this from his, from own, his wounds. own wounds. I like that. That's a cool... Yeah, okay. I, yeah, that. I could see that. I, that is the only logical thing that I could think of because I was like, I don't know where Rand got this idea, but I'm into it. Uh, Arzu um, Kashefpour, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for super Flynn chat. and Rand's wound, he made the two evils fight each other. The bad thing about this is that Rand's the battlefield. Same concept, but Shadar Lagoth is the battlefield. Yeah, 100%. Gotcha. Ian okay. Flynn, um, Ian, thank you. As much as I do love this chapter, I would have liked Rand to have needed to practice with Sidar a bit first, but I guess Tavirin. I don't know. The moment where he like realizes that Sidar, you need to surrender, and he does, is 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 cool. And I get that it's weird that he does it so quickly, but it's worth it for the moment where Robert Jordan writes the um, the hard thing about it is surrendering to Sidar and fighting Sidin at the same time. Yeah, we get this like really fascinating POV, and 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 I agree. Yeah, he is. He does figure it out pretty quick. But um, I, I'm happy that it that we actually get to see him figure it out yeah. and and how it works and and what to do, you know, because he's told that you have to surrender and he doesn't understand. He's like, I didn't understand it until I was there, until I felt it. Like I, I had no way of understanding this concept. Yeah. Until I was a part of it. Yeah. And that's scary. You need people who can adapt, and Rand 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 can adapt. Do you think that like in our timeline, it's really easy for the French to be Aes Sedai? What? Do you think that, like, in, like, if, like, if, in, like, the past era of this world, when it was, like, our world, do uh -huh. you think it was super easy for the French to become Aes Sedai? Why? Because they have to surrender, you know? They're good at that. <laughs> wow. Someone is going to be very upset with you for that one, and it is not me. Uh... Wow, I, okay. I should have seen that one coming. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck, I hate it. Um, I feel like, I feel like that is particularly mean because they got their asses kicked at the World Cup finale. Not really. They, uh, Kylian Mbappe put up an incredible showing. I don't know where the rest of his team was, but uh, Kylian Mbappe really, really played well in the World Cup. You are a monster. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, the World Cup finale. Very funny, very funny. The World Cup finale was so Ireland wins, but Crumb gets the snitch in that like Argentina won, but Kylian Mbappe uh, basically played by himself. I got, got a hat trick. Didn't watch it, so I, I don't know, but sure. Sure, sure. We sure. cut over to Elsa. The cold never bothered her anyway. Um. Elza is like, holy shit, Nynaeve is holding so much Sidar. Yeah, they're like, God, I'm so jealous of the ecstasy that woman is feeling. Yeah, and Nynaeve is basically having a nonstop orgasm for like the next five hours. Every time yeah. anyone looks at her, she's like on the ground moaning in pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was a little bit worried. Because, remember the Semerhaj moment? Where Semerhaj like has that warder feel so much pleasure that he like dies? Right. I'm, I'm, because Nynaeve never wakes up in this book... I'm concerned that Nynaeve is going to be like, mm -hmm. 
that there's something's gonna be wrong with her when we come back right in the next book yeah like the amount of pleasure will have been too much because there is a point in this chapter where she's like I can't, ah, really can't. Ah, no more no more and Kat no Swain more. has to like heal her from yeah, yeah, yeah. Kat Swain is just like pouring cold water on her yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um I, I do think that this is going to have consequences for our characters in the next mm -hmm. book. However, I do think that, like, they will definitely... That the, that the benefits will greatly outshadow the consequences for it, you know? Um, so we get Elsa is linked with Marie's and her Ashraman, uh, and another green. Uh, she, noticed, uh, uh, she notices that Serene and Corel are linked with Flynn and Nisun, Beldine and Dagon with Eben. And Varen and Kamira make a circle with Shallon, so those three women don't have an... Uh... Oh, sorry, the Dark Friend is not then linked with Elza. Or, sorry, not Eben. Eben, Eben. Eben is the one who dies, and Elza is the Dark Friend, so they're not actually linked. My bad. Eben? Wait, Eben's the Dark Friend? No, Elza. Elza's the Dark Friend? Yeah. She's the one who kills Osingar. Oh. Yeah, sorry, okay. a lot of names in this section. We're going to try and get it right. Okay. Uh, so, and then, uh, yeah, so Varen and Kamira are in a circle with Shallon. They don't have an Ashraman with them. Mm -hmm. And Olivia's by herself, because she's the best. Yeah. She got this. Yeah. And so, uh, we cut over to... she. So, uh, Elza wants to meld the flows, which I think means be in charge. Uh, and we yeah. get the first time a we get a woman's perspective of feeling the taint. Uh, They're like, that's fucking actually, no, disgusting. Did, did the women in the Ball of the Wind sequence feel the taint? I don't remember. I don't think they felt the taint, but they felt something wrong. Yeah. But this is the first time we get like that like real up-close POV of that, which is interesting. Yeah. And then we cut over to Barmelin. Uh, and I was like, who the fuck is Barmelin? Some random farmer. He's riding his cart down the highway, and he's like, "What? what's that big old lad over there? And so he pulls his cart over, and he goes over, and the sphere in the ground is just like lit up. Yeah. It's like, it's it looks like the AF. Luxor uh, in Vegas, just shooting its beam of light into the sky. Perfect. Yeah. If exactly. you've ever been to Vegas at night, you know what I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. And if you go houseboating on Lake Mead at night, you can see the lights of Vegas over this hill, and it's just the light of the Luxor. It's really cool. Cut damn. Uh, I don't actually know if you can houseboat on Vegas on Lake Mead anymore, because, yeah. Timna. We cut over to Timna. You know Timna, right? Yeah. Who's Timna? My favorite character in the whole Wheel of Time series. Who's Timna? Timna is just, uh, you know, doing their thing. Who is Timna, though? Where is Timna? <laughs> I don't Timna's in Tremalking. Oh, that's that section. I was like, I can't fucking remember who's who. Uh, She's thinking about the Atha Anmair and the Koromor mm -hmm. and about all their nonsense, which means that she's not Atha Anmair. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Right? Yeah. Very confusing. Wh also, what is this illusion stuff? This time of illusions, no idea. What is going on? This this was the biggest, like, there's big reveals in here, but this was the thing that sparked so much more, like, creative thinking in me. Yeah. Because I'm like, wait, what? what is the time of illusions? What is the illusion? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm wondering if, the, and maybe this is, like, taking it, like, far too, like, literally, but do, do people know where the Atha and Mir live? Yes. Okay. Because I was like, maybe, maybe... They're, like, hidden behind some kind of, like, weird, like, magical um, illusion. That when it's they... Wakanda? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's kind of what I was picturing. But I was like, I, that doesn't seem like... Do you think that Timna is yeah. like the green guy from Eye of the World? 
The green man? Yeah, what was he? He was a, um, there was a name for his species. I just remember the green man. I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, is Timna like, uh, Timna sits down and is like, I want to see the end of, uh, the, the fulfillment of prophecy and the end of illusion. I wonder what the illusion is, but maybe, oh, maybe the illusion is the barrier between the worlds of like reality and like the elf and elfin world. And maybe, maybe cure, cleansing the taint is going to bring the elf and elfin back in some way. Oh, Ah. Or maybe they just live in that tower. I don't know. That that seems like it would ha be a disaster. Why? But well, I don't know. The elfin elfin seem kind of fucking like murderous. <laughs> you know, I. Uh, they did something to Lanfear. Oh no! Wait, Lanfear's dead. Lanfear's dead. Um, the Nim, yeah. The Green Man was like a Nim. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, characters who are dead, uh, after uh, we get this moment with Timane where she or Timna, where she sees the big sphere on their island light up, we yeah. cut to Sindane. You know that new character Sindane that we were trying to figure out? Oh, it's fucking Landfear. Everyone is fucking Landfear. Yeah. Yeah. She's back. Yeah. And she's horny for rand yeah she's blonde this time so mm -hmm. we didn't recognize her and she's she's horny angry she's like hangry at rand hangry is but if, not but instead of like hunger that's gotta it's be like horny. horngry horngry yeah because hangry is hungry angry i'm saying that hangry can be you just need no you H. gotta differentiate between the two of them because otherwise it can get very well confusing. her pussy is hangry okay it's a horngry no, it, it, her pussy is hangry. That's how we're going to say Christ. it. Um, and she's she's pissed because she can feel that he's bonded, which I feel... No, no, no. She doesn't feel that he's bonded. She to She's the one who brought the keys to him. Be like, you and I, if we use these right. together, we can rule the fucking world. And when Rand chooses to do it with somebody else, she's like, I'm going to fuck up a bitch. I, and so she gets very upset. I don't know how I... I in my head, she like... Mm -hmm. recognized that he was bonded. And I think that I made that up and added it in. Yeah, no, no. It is. It has to do with the keys. I don't think there's any way she can tell about the bonding. Um. So uh, we get the moment with her. Uh, we, we get the reveal that she's Lanfear, which is crazy. <laughs> the problem is, Kyle, everybody has a rack. So yeah. we couldn't know it was big Lanfear. Titties. Everybody's got Everyone's big titties. Everyone's got big titties. Olivia's got big titties. Anyways, you were saying? Uh. Th so we get this moment with her where she feels Moradin caressing her soul through the Kursuvra. Gotta hate that. Why didn't Moradin show up for this battle? Moradin doesn't have to get his hands dirty. What? He's got better things to do? Probably. He sends all of the Forsaken to stop this and doesn't show up himself? Here's the thing. If he knows where all of the Forsaken are, then he can get put his plans into motion without anybody spying on him. I don't think anyone can spy on him. He seems to be, like, above them, right? I'm just saying, this gives him, like, uh, this, or maybe he just, like, really needed some alone time. Mm -hmm. He's been too busy micromanaging the Forsaken and his little, like, soul boxes. He's like, you know what? I just need a spa day. You guys can all go deal with Rand. I'm going to take this one for me. This is, like, a self-care day. Please go go get to work. So, Lanfear is pissed that uh, Rand is stroking a chode with someone other than her. <laughs> Yeah, basically. I love making you make that face. <laughs> it brings me so much joy. Happy for you. And, um, uh, she, uh, yeah, so she channels. Uh, we cut over to Cad Swain. And so Cad Swain has a little, um, a little bird. And it, like, spins and points at people channeling. 
And so she feels Sindane weave the gateway. And so she points to, um, what's his name? Jahar. Jahar so has the, yeah. Narishma so, has Kalendor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, po- she points that direction. And Narishma, who's wielding Kalendor, which Tetsuin didn't ask. Uh, and Rand is like, well, she didn't ask to use Kalendor. And he's like, well, I'm not going to be upset about it, but whatever. So yeah. Narishma's wielding Kalendor. And he's just like straight up like, like doing the like Ashaman kill moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in whatever direction she points to, which seems dangerous when you have people channeling in the woods that you told to go channel in the woods. If, if, if the bird can't tell the difference between, like, Olivia channeling and Lanford channeling, the bird does doesn't become, feel particularly useful. It does become dangerous. However, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Olivia wouldn't channel unless she was in danger. Right, so why would you shoot at her if she's in danger? Well, not at her. I'm just saying, like, it at least gives you an idea of, like, there is something going on over here that needs to be taken care of. And maybe, like, Olivia at I least don't know has that, her I, protection Terengral thing. Um, the others, I, I don't really know. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe Cat Swain has given them Terengrals where they have, like, shields that can dissipate <clears> stuff. <throat> but, like, knowing where, like, battling is happening is very useful, but, like, shooting blindly at it. Shooting is... blindly doesn't seem to be very helpful to me. Yeah. It's helpful in the beginning when, like, people are still within the clearing at the bottom of the hill and you can see them. Yeah. But, like, once once they're all in the woods fighting together, you, you kind of are putting your own people at risk. Yeah. Thankfully, it doesn't work out that way. Thankfully, there's no friendly fire in this, but... Yeah. Other than... Well, actually, there is, but the friendly fire is only on the bad guy side. Yeah. Mr. Self, welcome to the nerd table. Mr. Self! Thank you. Thank you for being an ARG. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, so uh, Lanfear weaves a web for Rand's death. Yeah. That doesn't work. The Great whole, job, Lanfear. You fucked up. Yeah, the whole web thing, I would love more information on. The, that felt like a new word that was used a lot in this. I don't feel like they've described um, fighting weaves as webs before this. But then everyone was weaving webs in this chapter. Yeah, yeah. And I, I wonder if we just, like, missed something, but... Mm-hmm. You know, on a reread, I'm sure that'll be uh, more obvious. But, yeah, the whole webs, how they work, how they're dissipated, um, not super clear to me in this moment. Yeah. Um, So we briefly cut back to Rand. Uh, He can't feel naive anymore. But he also does not feel the taint receding. So, like, he's, like, not sure that it's working. He is, like, holding on for dear life. Like, we get these beautiful moments where Rand is experiencing what it feels like to hold Sidar, to hold Sidin, to have them both at the same time, mm-hmm. to have this m- amount of power. Like, he's experienced all, all, all of these things in a... a Honestly, it's it's written wonderfully. Like yeah, this ba- know, this props. is such a cool chapter. Um, but yeah, he doesn't even really know if it's working. He is just hanging on for dear life. Mm-hmm. And like, what the fuck else he's supposed to do? Yeah. You just have to do your thing and trust that the people who have are watching your backs have got your back. Because he couldn't, you know, if 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 he had tried to do this with just naive, which it seemed like he was gonna do, and it was only land to watch their backs, mm-hmm. like this much power drawing everybody, like Cat Swain at least knew, but I don't think like Rand was really prepared for the amount of attention it would bring him. So I, I feel like it's pretty lucky. I don't know. I feel like he knew. But like, I what, feel like that's what, why he lets Cad Swain. That's why he doesn't interfere at all with what Cad Swain's doing. I think they're on the same page here. Yes, but like when Rand originally left with Lan and Nynaeve, mm-hmm. did he just plan on doing it the three of them themselves? Because that would have been terrible. I think he's like ah, Min can save us. He just really trusts Min. It's Min. Really yeah, believes yeah. in her. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we cut over to Demandred, who has shown up. Uh, Demandred uh, and all the Forsaken uh, are very aware of what Rand is trying to do, so they're going to try and stop him. Yeah. And uh, he immediately uh, notices that uh, Narishma has launched an attack at him. Yeah. So we get we we do get the like positive uh, view of what Catswain is doing here. Yes. And he starts to the, the basically the first thing I have to like open a gateway, go through the gateway, and then run away from the gateway as far as possible as quick as possible. Because you know where the gateway opens up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I can feel it on both sides. And he notices a group in the forest. He sees some people, an old man, and a couple of ladies. Mm-hmm. And he is expecting. To just like wipe them out. He's like, I'm going to go kill those people. And then suddenly, nope, old man, that that there's an Ashaman. Yeah. A fucking powerful, experienced Ashaman who like does not let up. Yeah. Holy shit. Well done. Dahmer Dahmer's here. Uh, crushing it. Dahmer like pushes back. Granted, he's he's linked with two he's women. He's circled up, you know. So he's, he's not by himself. He's but... circled up. I love yeah, that. Yeah, he's circled up. He's circled up. <laughs> uh, but he manages to force Demandred to retreat, which mm-hmm. is like, that's a fucking feat. Like yeah. pin pin that on on Dahmer's collar, man. Give that man a medal. You pushed off fucking Demandred. Are you yeah. kidding me? That's yeah. that's impressive as hell. Well done. Yeah, and it, it's funny. The Forsaken seem like a little less scary, but there are so many of them, and there are so many evils that like once they, once they put aside all their bullshit, and if they actually like ever work together, they're gonna be pretty formidable. If they were willing to link with each other, but I don't think they are. No, fuck no. Yeah. Right, they do not trust each other a lick. Absolutely yeah, maybe not. Semerhaj Masana and Demandred would. Maybe. Maybe. But that's I, the I, only ones. Yeah, I doubt. Samael and Mogidian probably would have. Um, but obviously Samael's dead now. I don't think so. I don't think Samael would have. Or not, fucking... not Mogidian, uh, Graindol. Samael and Graindol sort of have a something there. Uh, I don't think Samael would have trusted Graindol that far either. It, it is weird, right? Like, none of them trust one another, so they can't be more powerful together. Do you, do you think that Morden can link... Like, can you can you link Sidon and Sidar with the true power? Well, I think if Morden uses Sidar, then he could link. I don't know if the true power works in a in a. Circle. I don't know if the true power can work. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but Morden yeah. doesn't have to just use the true power. So. Mm. Yeah. So we briefly cut to Sindane, who is still just popping through gateways, trying to get closer to the hill, but it's tough. It's yeah. tough because uh, the 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 fire keeps a coming. Yeah. Uh, and we cut over to. Osangar, uh, it's fucking Deshiva. Yeah. Osangar, Deshiva was fucking Osangar this whole time. And like, we should have seen it coming, but like, fuck. I don't, I don't, I don't, honestly, like I'll go back on a reread and maybe I'll think differently. But at, at this point in time, I'm like, how the fuck would I have known that? Like Deshiva gets picked out at like seemingly completely random by Rand. You know what I mean? Like, Rand is just, like, standing around with a couple of Ashman and is like, you know what? I'm going to take this guy, and he's going to come watch my back for a bit. Yeah. Like, how did that just happen to be a Forsaken? Compulsion, maybe? Maybe. That Rand doesn't feel. But but how would he not feel it? He can feel people channeling. Albino's like, it was Osengar all along. Yeah, it was. It was. I don't know. I, obviously, you can write it off to another, like, Tiviranness. But that mm-hmm. that just seems like such a weird coincidental... 
Commanda83, thank you so much for that super duper chat. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Here's a Christmas present. I love book club. I watch the replay every week, and this is the first time I've watched it live. Merry Christmas. Welcome into the live, um, Commanda. Thank you so much for that. We really appreciate that. That's very sweet. really awesome. I know it's the holidays, but it seems like... hope you're staying warm. seems like some of you can be here because it is the holidays live, so that's that's really nice to see. Uh, Josh Drennan says, Tame was pissed when Rand chose Deshiva. I don't think he was. I think he was feigning pissed so that Rand would continue to keep Deshiva around him. Because I think Tame is a dark one friend. Oh, Tame is 100% a dark friend. Yeah, yeah. The 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 other two Ashman that attacked Rand were talking. They're like, if the Mahal knows that blah, blah, blah. Like, Rand now knows that Mazrum Tame is evil. So we're going to have to deal with him next book. That's going to be messy. <laughs> Joe Berlin says, I feel Deshiva obvious on a reread. Everything's obvious on a reread. You already know it. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I can't... I can't think of any specific clues that would have led me to think that Deshiva was uh, forsaken. Uh, Perry hey, Wolf, thank you for knows. that super chat. I think last book you guys asked, where is Osengar? And I was laughing. I, I uh, can see why. Thank you, Perry Wolf, for that Because he's chat. here. And yeah. honestly. Um, also, hi, Febu. I saw you. Honestly, you got you to gotta love Osengar for being the first uh, forsaken to die twice. Well, he may not be the first. I, that might have happened before, but yeah, for us, yeah. In, in, in the books, yeah. It's pretty impressive. You fucked up real bad. Um, um, so uh, one one of the interesting things, uh, before Osengar dies, uh, we, we get this POV, uh, he he kind of brings up that Moradin was already mad before they, the boar was sealed in the past. Yes. Which is super interesting that the Dark One is relying on someone who is, like, maybe, like, not all there. All kinds of fucked up. The, it's the chaos, right? Arizu, thank you for that super chat. The Shiva um, is shown to be perfectly competent when necessary, but then is muttering in an inconsistent way. He's very sus. But so is Rand. But that's all, yeah, that's all the men. Yeah, that's the problem is Rand does it too, right? He, like, talks to Luz Theron, but is also very competent. And yeah. so, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think that, I think that the clue, that there are clues that are there when you go back, but I think on your first read, I, I don't know, did anybody on their first read think that Deshiva... We unplug that now yeah. that it's charged. We yeah. don't need that noise. Yeah. Do, do you think, did, did anyone think that it was him on their very first read? I I, I would I actually be very curious. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I like the reveal. This one was really fun. We both, I mean, you can see in the video, uh, if you're a patient remember, we both lost it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, that was, it's really cool. Uh, but we cut over to Varen, who is with... Um, uh, who's with Kamira, Serene, and Shallon. Mm -hmm. And they see a woman walking through the woods um, wearing a gown that shifts colors and jewels. Mm -hmm. We couldn't figure out who this was, but it's Grainville. Yes. That one went over our heads a little bit. Well, because we were trying to figure out who Sindane was. Yes, yes. There was yeah. a lot happening here. And so we did actually, there was a video that was shared in the Discord um, that we did watch to help us uh, figure out as well who was who and where everybody was. Very, very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and but... so uh, Varen, uh, Varen tries to shield her, um, but she is already... Oh, it may be because Grandal had it. No, never mind. That's the jewels might be Angrails or Tar Angrails. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but yeah, it, it's yeah. hard to shield her because she's already holding the power. But I thought here's here's the, here's my thing with it. I thought because it was four women shielded that Grandal already holding the power wouldn't matter because it's four women linked together shielding her. She's powerful, I guess. I, I yeah, know. so Grendel, I, Grendel's more... I thought Grendel was, like, above Mogidian, but kind of, like, below the rest of the Forsaken and was just really good at compulsion. I didn't realize that she was as powerful as she is. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's definitely scary. Yeah. 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 Um. But uh, yeah, her, her dress being specifically gems and things. I'm wondering if it, her dress is somehow like a well of some kind or yeah, a terrain rail or, so, or something. Since, well, since because, because Naive's are like that as well. Well, because Samael found that treasure trove of Angriels, right? Oh, that's right. And so Samael's maybe, gone now, so and, she has it. So maybe she actually has access to at least some of those. Interesting. Would be a guess. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um, we cut back to Eben. Uh, Eben is... Um, Eben is with Dejin, the, the Aes Sedai he's bonded to. Mm-hmm. And he, like, loves her. Like, like, there's, like, a real, there's, like, real affection there, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And the a woman steps out and is like, I, I'm lost. Where am I? Please help me. Ooh. Uh, and uh, it, it, uh, it seems sus, but it's not, like, too sus until Eben sees the woman glowing with the power of Sidin. Because it's not, well, I mean, it, it's a woman, but, like. It's Halima. It's Halima. It's Arangar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halima is also there. Literally everybody is here, guys. Holy fuck. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so um, Eben, Eben, Eben goes out like a champ here. Eben tackles Halima to the ground. To save So that Dejan, his, uh, his person, his bonded Aes Sedai, can throw a fire, a big old fireball at him. Yeah. And... Uh, Unfortunately, he dies. He does, guys. But we um, don't know what happens to Halima. No, we don't know. I, I'm, I'm. Don't think Halima is dead. Obviously, I think that most of them escaped. But guys, pour one out for a real one. Yeah, cheers. Fucking Eben. Eben. That, that, that was sad. That was very sad. Um. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I mean, it's tough when you fight Forsaken, right? Yep. Yep. I know Ked Swain is not happy with the ratio of casualties, but. Yeah, because she doesn't were... know that uh, Forsaken died. She thinks they only got an Ashaman. Yes, yeah, yeah they're yeah. like some fucking rogue Ashaman. They don't realize it's an actual Forsaken. <laughs> um, we cut back to Lanfear, uh, also known as Sindane. Yep. Uh, and Lanfear, <laughs> Lanfear sees a woman alone in the woods, and it's Olivia, and they fight, and Olivia wins. Yeah. Olivia's scary. Yeah, Lanfear fucking gets the fuck out of there. Now, Olivia does take some damage. Her arm does get seared to the bone, which, yeah. um, ouch. Which Dahmer heals. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Olivia can fucking go toe-to-toe with the Forsaken, which if, is wild. If I was the Sanchin, I'm heading back. I'm le- Olivia escaped? No, no, no. We're yeah. done. Don't want to be here. Everybody pack up. <laughs> the the pack return up. is over. The return is over. <laughs> we do We're not leaving. fuck with that lady. No, no. She's, uh, she's, yeah, too powerful. Do you think that Lanfear being Sindane was a gift of the Dark One putting her in another body? Yes. Same. Okay, well, I was going to ask. Or do you think it had something to do with the Elf and Elfin? No, no, no. It's definitely the Dark One. If, if it weren't for the Erengar Osengar thing, I would say... Oh, it could be anything yeah. mm-hmm. but because we've seen the dark one do this very specific thing before mm-hmm. it would be weird for it not to be that in my opinion yeah, yeah I, if yeah. it is the elf and elfin i will accept it i love that every time i call them it has to be elf and elfin yeah you can't it because yeah because i don't know what the difference is i don't know uh but no i do i do i definitely think it's the dark one okay i think um, so too just wondering and honestly like the dark she took out Moiraine, like, I, I don't think that Lanfear went out in a way the Dark One is displeased of, right? Um, uh, well, like, I don't know. For She went out because she had a fucking personal vendetta against Avienda, 
and got caught off guard by Moraine. Like, that's pretty embarrassing. No, she, she went out Lanfury. fighting Rand. Nah, embarrassing. Embarrassing. Lanfury fucked up. But Was she there. also didn't die? I don't know. But the elfin elfin did something to her because she remarks, she's fighting Olivia, and she remarks that Olivia is more powerful than she was before what the elfin elfin did. So yes. either the elfin elfin made her more powerful or less powerful. We don't know which. Well, and that's why a part of me is hoping that her in a new body is because of the elfin elfin thing because that gives Moraine a chance to come back. Oh, Moraine is coming back. Moraine is Gandalfing the fuck out of the final book. Please, please. Or, or, or Moraine will come back when Matt blows the horn. Yeah, one of the two. We, we will see Moiraine again, but it might not be until Matt blows the horn. Yeah. Which I also wonder how the show's going to handle this, because, like, I losing Rosamund Pike is tough. Yeah, unless they... For half of the series. Yeah, I, I have a feeling they might, like, merge Moraine and Cad Swain. No, people would be furious. Like, with the way people want to cast Cad Swain with, like, that whole campaign, like... I'm just saying... I don't know they could get away with it. I could see them doing it, right? Yeah, but then Rand literally doesn't lose anybody the whole time. Like, Moraine is yep. kind of the one person that... The one main character that has been lost. I'm not saying I, do, I think that that would be the right choice, but yeah. I do think with the limited time that they have, that it might be a choice that they make. Yeah. So, I don't know. True. Yeah. Um... Uh, Hasty Alder Haman says Olivia is using an on at the moment, isn't she? Yeah, but not a very powerful one. She's using, like, a very tiny on Well, uh, yeah, I don't think it is, like, huge in power, but it is highly beneficial being able to dissipate the... That, no, that's a, the Tarongrel that does that. Oh, that, the Tarongrel. That yeah, yeah. dissipates the fire. She volume. does have a small on and the Tarongrel, so yeah, yeah. I do love she's, that... She's doing all right. I do love that Lanfear is a fireball-first kind of lady. Yes. Yeah. I did not ask how big the room is. <laughs> said, I, I cast, cast fireball. fireball. Uh, yeah oh my god yeah uh so then we cut to mcgideon who shows up and is like ah no i'm good <laughs> yeah mcgideon's like that looks dangerous and morden isn't gonna know if i involve myself so i'm just gonna watch yeah so she's like i like to watch i'm gonna i'm gonna chill over here yeah just gonna hang out it's gonna be great nobody's um, surprised nobody is surprised she's a she's a coward we already knew this she's also like i really hope lanfear and grandel both die that would be great yay I'm like wow women are supposed to support women i mean Mogidian. they're all evil women so i you know, I know. I, I... that's true uh we cut back to rand very briefly uh and he's like he's he he can finally feel the taint moving yeah 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 i did not think this would work I did after a while. Once all the Forsaken showed up, showed up I was like, You're like, this has to be <clears throat> worth something. Yeah, well, something, it, it, something has to happen. Yeah. I didn't know that it would like necessarily like cleanse the taint. I, I was kind of concerned that it was going to go the opposite way, and it was going to actually like taint the women's half of the power. Yeah. Or like move the taint over so the men's half would be clear, but now the women would all have the taint on them. Yeah. Um, I thought there would be like a consequence to it. But, um, there still might be, but still we, might don't, be. we don't know yet. But I, w once we got to all the Forsaken show, I was like, something has to come of this or else yes. what was the point? Yes, absolutely. This would be, it would have been really unsatisfying if at the end of this, Rand was like, oh, it didn't work. Oh yeah, God. You'd be like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why like, did okay, they do this? Okay, well, fuck me then. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because yeah. then why would all the Forsaken show up if it wasn't possible? Like, you exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing is they, like, if the Dark One believed it couldn't be, it couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Then it wouldn't matter. The Dark One would be like, yeah, let him fucking try. Let him fucking blow up. Let him kill bullshit. himself trying. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But the fact that he's worried about it and the fact that they're all worried about it means that it is possible. And so it kind of felt like it had to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> so then we cut over to Elza, uh, who is linked with Jahar and Maurice. That's important. 
Um, because she's they're at like the bottom of the hill. Just patrolling. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ket Swain is like, "Hey, Min, how's Rand doing?" Because she doesn't know. Like, Rand is just sitting there, like, yeah. meditating. And Min is like, "Fucking terrible, <laughs> god awful." Min, Min, they had to take away Min's knives. Yeah. So that she didn't go fucking get Rand, like, and bother him. And I was like, Min, I love you. I love that girl so much. Min, Min truly is the best. Yeah. And I, I, the more we read her, I still think the actress who plays Min is a little old for the part. Um, especially if they end up going 14 years. Like, she's going to be, like, almost 50 by the time they get to this, right? Yeah, but what actors in Hollywood are 50 and look 50? Sure, sure, sure. Um, I, well, it's, it's more how much older she looks than Rand. Yeah. Um, but the the I, I do like her as an actress, so like I'm really excited to see her kind of portray this side of the character. Yeah, she's she's great because this sort of I, she is an actress who I think is really going to play the feistiness of Min in a way that I think is going to be super satisfying. And that's that's what matters to me the most yeah. for 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 this character because I I love her so much. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, and so uh, we we get the we start to get this image of this black dome rising uh, out of Shigar, Shadar Lagoth, which I think is the taint and and Mashadar becoming visible to people as they fight each other and rise and rise and rise into the and sky. It, like, bubbles up. Yeah, and it's like blacker than blackness. Like yeah. like if it, it makes black seem pale, I was like, that's horrifying. And so uh, Nynaeve at this point is like, um, is done. She's like really struggling to hold on. So, Katsuane has to heal her. Yeah, Katsuane heals her a little yeah. bit. Uh, and it doesn't really heal her. Because I, I think healing her would have made it worse. Because healing uses the other person's... Um, she, she takes away the exhaustion. Kind of like what Rand did to Bella. Right. Or, or, and what Moraine does to the horses in the um, first book. Right. Um, because... Healing is dangerous in this situation, right? If she's tired and you heal her, she's going to be more tired. Yeah, because she's she using does, her own body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She takes away some uh, some of the um, the exhaustion, which causes her to not be putting as much into the shield that she's holding up, blocking all these lightning bolts. So it's 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 a little bit more dangerous, but it does keep Nynaeve in the game. She does take a gamble, and it pays off. Yeah, yeah. it does. It pays off big time. Yeah. Because I'm kind of like, no, keep that shield going. Like, yeah, yeah, I would be worried. <laughs> Let for Nynaeve sure. be tired. Keep the shield up. Yeah. I think Nynaeve would rather sleep for a few days than take a lightning bolt to the chest. Yeah. Uh, and so we cut back over to Osangar, uh, who has somehow snuck up a little bit close. And he sees uh, Jahar Sneaky. holding Kalendor. And he's yeah. like, I'm going to balefire that boy. Yeah, I'm going to take Kalendor for myself. I can't have the keys for the chodes, but I'll settle for Kalendor, you know? And he starts weaving Balefire. Yeah. And, uh, so we cut to Elza. Elza is like, hey, and we I get think the reveal. I see somebody. We get the reveal of all reveals that Elza is a dark friend. Yeah. Who Varen, Varen is not a dark friend. I, yeah. I'm like almost convinced now. We've been talking about Varen being a dark friend for weeks. Not a dark friend. I don't think so. Because she fucked up Elza's head so that Elza now is working for Rand, even though Elza thinks that she's a dark friend. Yeah, she's like a dark friend, but she but she knows in her heart of hearts, no matter what, that Rand has to make it to the last battle, regardless of anything. So she's like, you know what? The Great Lord won't matter if I kill this like one like dark friend to, yeah, yeah. to get him there. Don't worry about him. Not knowing that he's a fucking Forsaken. Yeah. And so she, she pulls the power of Kalendor and sends a giant fireball 
and vaporizes Deshiva. Yeah, because I'm assuming so. So I so Balefire is the one thing that we know that kills Forsaken. I'm assuming she almost shot the Balefire that back. That permanently kills them. Yeah, that permanently kills them. So I'm assuming this fireball like kind of like shot the Balefire back into himself and exploded it. I think it's more that just come I back. think it's more that the weave was like in his hands, ready to be shot out, and that when her fireball hit the weave or the web, depending on which age you're in, um, it like. It like just like exploded in place. Yeah. 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 I, I think I think he's like done for because at first I was like, oh, he's just gonna come back. So, but no. reveals so far in this chapter. Sindane uh, is Lanfear. Sindane is Lanfear. Deshiva is Osengar, who's now dead. Who's now dead? Elza is a dark, dark friend. friend. Uh, Darren, probably not a dark friend. Probably not a dark friend. Uh, the time of illusions. Yeah. And Whatever the fuck that. Min means. is still the best. Yeah, that's not a reveal. That is facts. So we cut over to McGideon. Uh, and, uh, McGideon is like, oh, I can't feel Sardar being channeled anymore. It's over. I don't know what happened, but, like, fuck this. I'm done. She yeah. leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the dome is boiling across the sky. It's, like, this big black, like, pus bu bubble. It's like the, it's like Earth got a blackhead that is just, like, oozing Ew. out of the surface. Gross. And then it explodes, and Mogadian just gets blown away. Yeah. Do you think she survives this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Okay. Yeah. I think if the if our if our good friends survived this, then she survived this. I don't know. There's just there's some there's gotta be a reason why Robert Jordan specifically called out her getting hit by this. Maybe maybe Mogadian takes the like blowback of Mashadar and Mogadian is now more like a Pad and Fane. That would be interesting. If like Mashadar got mm. blown into her. I don't know. I think that That sounds really bad. I'm sorry. No, I don't know. I, I think that Pad and Fane has to be unique. Otherwise it's meh. I don't know. I feel like they're that they could work together though. I think that Mogadian and Penfane would be a dangerous team up. But not but she can't. She has her soul in a fucking box around Morden's neck. Right. Maybe the Corsovra gets damaged by this and now Mogadian's free again. Maybe. That would be interesting. If Mogadian is no longer Corsovra. Like Morden is actually there watching to see if she does. No, anything. I'm saying that like she gets hit and it like blows back through the connection and like blows up the Corsovra. I don't know if that's And how suddenly Mogadian's on the run because the Dark One thinks that she like got out of it somehow and she didn't. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if any of that's possible. It might just be that she got blown against a tree. Um, Maybe. <laughs> I might be like trying to make this more than it is. No, no, that's fair. That's that's why this is fun. And we get to the final final point of view of the entire book because there is no epilogue. Cad Swain, well, kind of the final. There's like that kind weird of, thing the, at the end. But. Yeah, yeah. Cad Swain uh, picks up the female Choden call. It Which is, is broken and melted. Melted like fuck. Yeah, probably. The male one's fine though. Yeah, I don't. That seems weird because like. I think it's that Rand is so powerful that because he can hold enough of the power himself, the Cho didn't have to do as much work for him, so it survived. But Nynaeve, being less powerful than him, couldn't hold as much herself, so the Cho had to take more of the brunt. So do you think that the Chodes are done then? I they think the female one is, but I don't think the male one is. But I thought you couldn't use the male one without both. Aren't they? Aren't, no, you, you, just can't, you just can't do like the big stuff without both. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, the female one's definitely broken. I guess the male one still survived. So, that's fun. Uh, and so, Lan runs up and Nynaeve is there under a blanket. But it's only up to her chin. So, she's not dead. If it was any higher, yeah. she'd be dead. But because it's only up to her chin, uh, yep. Min is already, like, straight up just, like, getting her cuddles in with Rand. Yeah. Because uh, she's a cuddle monster. I, I, I can relate, yes. Yeah, I do. I love a good cuddle. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they, and, it says they'll be okay, but it might take some time because they, yeah. they, they got real fucked up. Do you think they're like asleep for a chunk of the next book? Like a week. Uh, no, I mean like like in the book. Like the, like Rand will wake up in like chapter 20 of Twilight of the Crossroads of Twilight. Maybe that's why people find that book a slog. It could be just because the first six chapters are going to be Perrin and then he won't be in the rest of the book. <laughs> and then we get some Elaine stuff. Honestly, yeah, if they slept until the end of the next book, like I guess I wouldn't be that surprised. There's enough because if we do, if the next book is the Siege of Tarvalon. Uh, then Rand is not going to be there. Perrin so. and Shido. Elaine and Camelin, like you, you could take and and like Matt traveling across country trying to avoid the Sanchen. Mm-hmm. There, there's enough that you could leave them out of the next book. Yeah, absolutely. I would be a little bit upset about it, but like, oh, you could totally. Do it. I just, I, yeah, I think that it is definitely possible. Um, so uh, a couple of other things. Um, uh, well, we get our final reveal. Ketsuin reveals that they're only asleep. Uh, Dahmer is healing Beldine. He's already healed Olivia, who he fixed her arm, and the taint is gone. Yeah, yeah. Which. Like, fuck, yeah. What a big win. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, there are some losses, right? Kamira's there, she's dead. Evan's dead. Uh, but the taint is gone. And, like, what... I I think a lot of the full book recap next Friday, guys, is going to be us talking about what that means for the world of Randland, that the taint is not on the... Yeah, yeah. We will do power. the questions as usual. So, um, actually, before <laughs> everyone leaves at Smut Corner, um, if you want to join the Discord and have us answer your questions for next week, um, we are going to open up that channel. I, I think Nerdy's doing it right now. I don't um, think so. I think we need to delete all these questions first, right? Okay, we will go through that channel today and open that up for y'all for questions for the full book recap for next week, yeah. which we will be back in our own space, uh, which would be very, very nice. And honestly, because it's New Year's, I think that 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 stream might end up being like a little more chill. We might make that one a bit more fun and... Um, you know, I, I don't know if we'll like pop champagne, but we maybe might have we'll hit, get drunk again. I was gonna say we might have hit thirty-five thousand subscribers by then, so we might have to celebrate something. Oh, we might be celebrating, yeah. We we might be celebrating, so yeah. come, come celebrate with us and ring in. Well, it's close enough. To the New day Year. before New Year. Is it the thirtieth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll yeah. also be live on the thirty-first, but that's gonna be more of a hangout stream. If you guys want to hang out with us for yeah. that. Yeah, I also don't know if that'll be on Twitch or over here, but we'll we'll figure it out. Um, um, I do like that, uh, uh, we do get the moment Jahara's like, yeah, the taint is clear. It's not there anymore. And Ketsuane's like, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know if I build. I don't know if I buy it. Which is like fair. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Yeah, that, that is such a huge thing that like, if you just believed it right away and it was some kind of trap, you know, you'd look like a dum-dum. You know, they want to mm-hmm. make sure. And I think that, I definitely think that there's some kind of consequence to this, but I think that it's still going to be a big win. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That so then we get the the final thing of like the the what we read at the very top of the podcast, we get the conversation of the illusions. Don't know what it means. We'll find out next time. The word began to spread that the time of illusions was at an end. So so okay. So here's the thing. What they is must, the illusion? Though? They must have some kind of prophecy regarding that Tarangriel that one day it will mm-hmm. light up like a fucking beacon, and that will be an inciting incident for. Something. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will say this. I think that maybe the illusion is that the Aes Sedai are good people. And that now everyone knows they're not. No, I don't think oh, that that's Oh, no, it. the illusion is that Cad Swain is good. And everyone will find out that she sucks. How dare you. She sucks! She's, she's good in this fight, though. You know what I mean? Like, I'm happy she was there to point. 
She didn't really do, you know, she held a shield and she pointed. So, oh you know. my god. She stopped them all getting fried by I know, lightning. I know, I know, I know. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This motherfucker. I know, she still sucks though. Uh, Asher, thank you for joining the Nargs of Welcome the Nerd Table. to the Nerd Table. Uh, Inquisitive Libby Chode Splode is a real world thing. That is not a Wheel of Time thing and we don't talk about that here because this is not Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, we get pretty close. Um. Uh, all right, should we do high-low? Yeah. This is the segment where uh, when I was a child, right above us here, uh, my family and I would sit at the dinner table and we would do high-low every night, which was where we would celebrate each other's highs and we would commiserate over each other's lows because it brings us together as a family. Uh, the way we do this is Clarissa's going to do her high, I'm going to do my low, she's going to do her low, I'm going to do my high. We're going to compliment sandwich this bitch because this was a great week of reading. It was. Clarus, Winter's Heart, 26 to the end. What's your high? I think the high is going to be what just got the biggest reaction from me. I think, okay, I think my high is having some, like, really fucking dope-ass reveals in this final bit. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed getting that, um, I, the, I don't know, the moment where Deshiva was Osingar, I literally, like, lost my shit. Um, and the yeah. fact that then he died because he's like, I want Kalendor, and he got fucking killed by another dark friend. That whole circle is is hilarious to me, and I, I want to give that my high for for this section. Stephen um, Thorne. Stephen, thank you for that. Thank you so much for that. Super duper chat. Here is your second half. Just thank you for the previous year and the and the forgiveness for being a lurk for the next year. Enjoy your holidays. Oh my god. Do not apologize for being a lurker. Never no, 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 apologize. Fuck lurk, guys. You don't have to like. You don't have to be in the chat. If you want to just watch, just watch. If you want to, like, download yeah. it and listen to his podcast, the fact that anyone listened... Guys, this podcast has been downloaded and viewed a half a million times in a year. The fact that that number exists, and that's not including the audiobook reactions, yeah. that's not including, like, the, that's not including the, like, um, us putting together our tier lists. The fact that... Yeah. Over a half a million times people have tuned in in some way to listen to us talk about the Wheel of Time is beyond special. special. That like I, We're going to get some Christmas gifts on Sunday. Uh, we're going to give each other some Christmas gifts on Sunday. And the, none of those things are going to be as special as what this community has been this year. And the, like hitting a half a million views on this is like, fuck, dude. Yeah. That, when I did that math, I was like, this is crazy. This yeah. is legitimately crazy. Yeah. Um, and we're just so grateful to you all. So please do not apologize for being a lurker. That yeah. is not, th th that is not a negative thing. We love that anyone wants to engage with us in any way, no matter how it, you feel comfortable engaging that, that, that's what's special to us is that anyone would spend any of their time with us. And yes. so if you've liked this show that the, there's no needing to thank us. We're so grateful to have the opportunity to put it on every week and we've loved it so much. Yep. It's easier to say that this week because God, the reading was so fucking good. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, thank you, thank you, thank you. The, the, never apologize for being a lurker. We love our lurkers yeah. as much as anyone else. Thank you guys so much. It, 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 yeah, I don't think we would ever be able to properly communicate uh, what this means to us. But, um, yeah. you know, it's the holidays and y'all are here hanging out with us. And I, that is very, very special. So thank you. So now after that outpouring of love, let's get into my low. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like the maybe 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 like I I felt like the pregnancy stuff was a little bit much. Yeah, I thought a that was bit. strange. Like th th that that would be the only thing I could say is a low. I honestly only because thought... they all knew about it. I was like, this should be a secret. Oh, uh, and uh, Tylen gets off super easy. Yeah. So yeah. that would be my low. Uh, Mark, thank you as well for that super chat. Um, if you missed the final reveal, I was serious of mean strokes. The time of illusions. I don't think that that's like not. It's not like a reveal. 
Here's the thing. Rereading the last bit, the last chapter is not going to help us. We would have to go back and reread all the books to figure out what yeah. that's supposed to be. And we don't have fucking time for that. Uh, Methany, thank you for that super chat as well. Olivia tried to get Katsuin to teach her about the power. Um, use that for whichever segment you <laughs> Thank you. Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, Mark, Methany, thank you guys for your super chats. Um, we appreciate it. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, this, this section was full of some really cool stuff. I think my low is Rand being in a box again, and I was, like, very seriously concerned about it. But it, it didn't seem to matter all that much so far. So hopefully it's okay in the future. Uh, Methany says, Olivia tried to get Ked Swain to teach her about the power. Use that mm -hmm. for whatever segment you want in Merry Christmas. Methany, thank you for that uh, super chat. I can't imagine what segment you're talking about. I don't know what, what reveal. I don't know what reveal we're missing. Now I'm now I'm gonna have to read it again because I'm like fuck. What did we miss? Well, no. The problem is that it's all like been built up like over books. Like we can't just go back and reread the whole series before a full book recap. Uh, yeah. yeah. So you know we're we're just doing our best. Um. Yeah. What is your high? Chapter thirty-five. I mean, that's one of the best chapters I've ever listened and then read in my life mm -hmm. um it was just so it was incredible like i i think that i i, I just yeah it, it, it was the best of what robert jordan does done so well yeah um thousand percent really it, right like it just is like the highlights nerdy wasn't listening to class i was trying to find something in the book you were reading i know guys i'm not gonna lie sometimes when you're podcasting like this you have to kind of like assume the other person is going to say something smart and and tune out on. so that you can do your own thing yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. things sometimes things need to get done so we just have to trust each other that like yeah, yeah, yeah. that the conversation is happening 100 percent. um yeah just chapter 35 that was that was um it was so special yeah it was so unbelievably special and i think that robert jordan really just um he he did it again right like uh the battle of Emmons field Dumai's wells and this are like the three chapters that live on like a plateau above everything else yeah um and Absolutely. i think it's i think it's really hard to write one chapter as good as this and the fact that he has three uh i, I don't know i just it's incredible yeah it, it it was one of the coolest things i went i watched like an animated version of it that's in the discord yeah. uh that was really cool and like um to help me understand the geography of it and that was really nice like i don't know it was just it was such an unbelievable the scope of it was so much more than I thought it was going to be. And so it was surprising, right? It was it was so many things. And I think uh, I just loved it. I, I really did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, that, it was special for sure. Before we get into our final segment, uh, we want to say that if you like this video, like and subscribe to the channel. If you don't, hit the dislike button. Leave me in comments down below because the algorithm god is hungry and we must feed her. Yep. This episode, that algorithm goddess is Kumira. Uh, as a remembrance of Oof. the fallen... Oof. Kamira, you are a healer above all else, except for Dahmer, because, you know. But uh, you were you were an incredible yellow, and uh, we're all going to miss you, so we're sorry to see you go. Yeah. Uh, Clarus, where can they see you on the internet? You can find me at Clarus Polaris. Yeah. Everywhere. Literally everywhere. Just Google it. I'm at Nerdy Nightly, and if you are listening to this on the podcast feed, please go to Apple Podcasts, rank this podcast five stars, give us a little review. We will yeah. read it on the podcast. We'll read it. We'll say some dumb shit. Uh, and if you're not a user of Audible, please remember that this podcast is brought to you by Audible. Mm -hmm. Audible is a subscription service that allows you to get audiobooks for much cheaper than they usually are because they are fucking expensive. They are like $75 
But on Audible, you pay like nine ninety nine, you get a free audiobook every month. It's, it's not free. You value. If you go to audibletrial.com slash nerdynightly, you get a free audiobook on us. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. What a gift we've given you. Truly. What a gift. It's a free book that you can listen to. Yes. Yes. Thank you all for being here. And thank you for spending your holidays with us. And thank you to our mods as well, who do an incredible job. We could not do this without you. Um, oh, fuck. What? I confused Samiko with Kamira. Oh. They both have K's in their names. That's you can't fine. blame me. I didn't know either. I was like, I don't know if she's a yellow, but sure. I thought Samiko was the... I, I thought Kamira was the one who was working with Dahmer to cure um, uh, Rand's wound, but it, that was Samiko. You know, it's it's fine. still sucks to, to it lose It still sucks to die. Still sucks to die. Yeah. So sad. Um, yeah. Big shout out to our mods. Thank you, guys. Yeah. You're should doing we, the Lord's work. Should we smut corner it up? Y'all want to talk about sex, baby? Talk about you and me. Bam, bam. Um, <laughs> where would you add sex to this? Other well, other than the obvious, Elaine and Avienda just fucking like... I mean, yeah, they're sharing a bed. Tongue lashing each right? other to death. Yeah, and like for some people, like pregnant women really get them going. So maybe that's Avienda's thing as well. Like that's cool. All the power to you. Um, I think that Olivia goes off. She fucks, you know. Oh, Olivia, um, uh, after this, Olivia... Is b Olivia boned her way through formatting? Yes. You yes, just yes. know that, like, look, the men of formatting can't carry swords, but Olivia got their swords out of them, if you know what I mean. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She knows what she's doing, and she she deserves all the orgasms. Oh girl. yeah, that taste this. of freedom. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Um, I'm trying to think what else. This this section like moved so fast that it's like no one really had time to like stop and like bone down. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we do read the first sentence of the next book, so we will. I'll, I'll find that you add you oh, add, find like, another sex scene. I don't have it. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like Min and Rand are just always boning. Min and Rand are always boning. That's 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 not us adding sex in. That is that <laughs> is already there. That is kind of the problem, right? It's getting harder to do smut corner because Rand fucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like already, Rand uh, is like, spicy. oh, I hope Alvienda and Elaine can't feel it when I'm. Fucking men. That is such a weird concept. Um, yeah, it kind of is. Oh, uh, I do like I, I do like Methany's suggestion that Olivia is using sexual favors to convince Cad Swain to teach her about the One Power. I think that is funny. Yes, teach me how to uh, yeah, channel. That's it. That's it. Channel. Olivia is a very fast learner. Exactly. Ooh. All right. That's my corner. El Elaine and Avienda are pillow friends. This is we this is that. this is how the next book starts. It starts with a prophecy. Well, that's it's been a while. And it shall come to pass in the days when the dark hunt rides, when the right hand falters and the left hand strays, that mankind shall come to the crossroads of twilight, and all that is, all that was, and all that will be shall balance on the point of a sword, while the winds of the shadow grow. From the prophecies of the dragon, translation believed to be done by Jane Charon, known as Jane Farstrider. Shortly before his disappearance. His? Yeah. Jane Farshider is a man. This whole time I thought it was a woman. I, yeah. This whole time I thought Jane Farshider was a woman. Oopsie. I found out just now that it's a man. Did not know that. Um, so the right hand falters. I think that that's Perrin. And he's going to do something bad. And the left hand strays. I think that that is Matt and he's going to get Wait, lost. Wait, but no, shot. no, no. Because Perrin is the one who is straying from his plot. Hmm... So then Matt falters and becomes a bad guy for a bit? Not a bad guy, but I think just like 
I don't know, maybe wants to do his own thing for a bit, doesn't care about the world. Okay, that's a prophecy, but here, here's the actual beginning. Here's the prologue, Glimmers of the Pattern. This is Crossroads of Twilight, book 10. I can't believe we're on book 10. We won't be talking about this till the first week of January, but let's let's get into this first sentence. Yeah. Rodel Iteraldi hated waiting, though he well knew it was the largest part of being a soldier. Waiting for the next battle, for the enemy to move, to make a mistake... He watched the winter forest and was as still as the trees. The sun stood halfway to its peak and gave no warmth. His breath misted white in front of his face, frosting his neatly trimmed mustache and the black fox fur lining of his hood. He was glad that his helmet hung on his pommel. His breastplate held the cold and radiated it through his coat and all the layers of wool, silk, and linen beneath. Even Dart's saddle felt cold as though the white gelding were made of frozen milk. The helmet would have addled his brain. So long sentence. That was multiple sentences. I know, I know, I know, I know. Wow, that's, um... Okay. Cool. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know where he is. I don't... That, 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 that was a lot of not context. But his horse is white, so... Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what that's supposed to be. So, cool. cool. Love that for us. What I don't know if that's a good person prophecy? or a bad person. What was the, the dark... The dark hunt rides... The, oh. the dark hunt rides, the left hand falters. And Which is not the wild hunt. I mean, it, it probably is similar. Is it just going to be a bunch of dark hounds? Do you think? I don't know. All right. Well, we'll find out That's eventually. it. We'll find out uh, in two weeks. Next week, we're doing the full book recap. We're going to be talking a lot about what it means for the taint to no longer be on the one power. Y'all, that is the nerdy, the wordy, the book club for today. December 23rd, which means, that's right, it's two days until Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two days until Christmas. Uh, it is, I think, the sixth day of Hanukkah. Um, whatever Sorry, you celebrate, no whatever you believe, I just want you to know all are welcome here, and we hope that you're having a wonderful holiday season. Mm -hmm. Whether you're lighting candles for Hanukkah uh, or celebrating Christmas this weekend, uh, or you celebrate Kwanzaa, anything else, we just want you to know that we're so grateful to have you as a part of our community, and we hope that you're having a wonderful holiday season. Y'all, there is a bomb cyclone. There is weather this week. It's going to be tough. Please, please, please drive safe on those roads. Travel yep. safe. Stay be safe. safe wherever you are and stay warm. Uh, and uh, get to your destination, get to your family safely, and I hope that you all have a wonderful holiday season. We will be back next Friday for the full book recap. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be live Tuesday, basically uh, three to eight this time, uh, five to eight east or five to ten Eastern, playing some D and D over at twitch.tv slash chaotic neutral goblin. If you want to come hang out for that, uh, follow our socials, and all of that will be available to you there. Yeah. Clarice, is there anything you want to add? No, I we appreciate you guys. This has been. It's been a hell of a year. It's been it's been a crazy one. So uh, a half a million views on this podcast. Can you believe go. that? Let's go. We're gonna hit thirty five k probably. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. That question channel will be open soon, so come join the Discord and we'll see you over there. Yeah, and if you want to watch Christmas movies with us uh, tomorrow, Klaus, our reaction to the animated film is going up. I yes. do cry in that one. Yes. Uh, and then Sunday, Violent Night, our reaction is going up to that, and I do cry in that one. So enjoy that. Shocking. Happy holidays, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, I have to reach all the way over here. I know. I'm so sorry.